Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Nothing But Wonder Woman. It's our full spoiler review of the latest entry into the DC Extended Universe and the first ever live action movie for Wonder Woman. Joining us is our delightful pod buddies, Kate and Patrick from the See Here's the Thing podcast. Get ready to hang out with us as we geek out about the most iconic female superhero ever. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Saturday, June 3rd, 2017. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock and be nerded. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, that's right. We're bringing the fat beats that you can snap your neck to, like Busta Rhymes. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, God, listener. Busta Rhymes. What? Jesus he's relevant? Christ. No, he's not. Stop yourself. Uh, that's the Jock, everyone. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. You just ruined my enthusiasm yeah, by, I'm going to. by calling me out on a Busta. It's old school hip hop. Snap you're your neck. That's not even old school. That's nineties. That's not old school. Get the okay, fuck out well, of here. Who, who who do the kids bob their heads to today? Well, let's Anthony. do some Kendrick Lamar or something Ken, like that. J- like Cole, J Cole, something. J Cole, yeah. Little Dicky, I love Little Dicky. Little Dicky, yeah. Little Dicky is relevant. Right. All right, fat beats nonetheless crosses generations and time span. Thanks for <laughs> jo- also joining us on the podcast, listener. Very excited to have possibly the most adorable pair of podcasters that exist that I know. It's Kate. Patrick from C. Here's the thing. How's it going, you two? Hey. Hello. I was doing my uh, What is Love dance move from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. You can do There you go. You can do the Roxbury Twins. Roxbury. That's it. That tune gets stuck in your head more often than you'd think. Now that you said it, I can't not hear it. Why did you have to say What is Love? (laughs) I try to make up new lyrics for it, too. Patrick, go ahead. Tell us some of those new lyrics. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it goes like this. We jockin', we nerdin'. Go on. No, this is where you fill it in. No, no. You have the good ideas in this group. Remember, you're the on-air talent? I am the talent, but I'm tired right now. Oh, why? Oh, no, don't boy. be shy. Just because you're on our show now, you don't have to be <laughs> shy. You're like a, a be- You're like so enthusiastic on your own show, Patrick. I'm, I'm scared to death over here. <laughs> it's fine. We're we, not going to bite. some stuff in store. Don't worry. Oh, good. Oh, Jesus. We're not going to bite. You can let your freak flag fly. Look, listen, we were on uh, recently on See Here's the Thing. You guys had us on. We had a lot of fun. And apparently, you still have listeners. So, you know, we didn't cause any major damage. That's a win, I think. Because uh, we were afraid we were going to ruin your show. And then oh, gosh, no. Kate was on our show. But this time, she's brought her Patrick. Yay. I love that. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Very happy to be here. <laughs> and, you know, I have to say, I think we even helped your show a bit because we proved that Anthony has a lot to offer in the yes. world of sports. Yes. sports. <laughs> yes, people were very surprised with his guest appearance there. They're like, damn, that jock knows his shit, I guess. Where I never give him a chance to talk any of that here. I just shut that down right away. Because <laughs> yeah. really, who cares? I don't want to hear that. I want to talk about guys in tights flying around and sometimes women in tights flying around. 
Yes. <laughs> this time, this time it's women this... in like body armor. Yeah, and kick-ass uh, body armor. Oh, yeah. the costumes were so good. She even threw good. out the tights. She threw out the tights completely. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have any pantyhose on. She didn't. My uh... mom would not approve. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Wonder Woman, by the yes, way. Yes. Look, if you are a <laughs> not new, Patrick, if the Patrick does not Patrick, you didn't bring your pantyhose. Look, if you are a new listener, thanks for stumbling on the show. I don't know how you got here, but we welcome everyone: freaks, geeks, jocks, nerds, and even Patrick. We are a weekly geekly show where we love to discuss comic books and superheroes on the, in the movies, in the TV, in pop culture. But this show is going to be very focused because we are super excited to talk about uh, this new latest DCEU installment, the fourth one, Wonder Woman, and what it means, w- w- uh, why it's so exciting, because and we'll get into that. It's going to be amazing. And uh, Kate and Patrick, Kate, you had this booked from a long time ago, so... We're really glad to have you here. You know what? I called dibs on it. You did. You called yeah. dibs. And that's kind of a tradition. I love when people, uh, we, and sometimes we have a line and it's first come, first serve. Ooh. So you are very smart. But every time we, a movie comes out, people are like, I want to be on. So I love that. This is great. We are going to get to the review right now. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Of course, listener, I want your thoughts on this movie. I want to know what you thought about the Wonder Woman movie. Visit jockandnerd.com slash contact for all the various ways to get in touch, whether it's the tweeters or the Facebooks or a speak pipe or an email. Let us know. Yes. I think it's important before we get into this review to kind of see what we're working with here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Like All right. Let me, I don't know where this oh, is no, going. Not, but, uh... not yet. Not yet. Okay, cool. <laughs> not yet. But I, I want to see. Where... Patrick, don't be scared. What's wrong with this? <laughs> I can hear him so sweating. sweating. I can hear him sweating. It's weird. I've never he heard anybody. Himself. <laughs> I wanted to get, because me and Imran obviously do this show, but for our listeners out there, um, I wanted to get a, a quick feel for Kate and Patrick's. Um, we need a geek baseline. Thoughts on the DC movies prior to this one? So, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad. Did you guys like any of them? There was movies before this one. <laughs> no oh, movie existed. <laughs> I remember clearly seeing Batman Begins in theaters. Like it's one of those films that you remember where you sat, who you were with, and then it got really foggy for me. <laughs> I don't remember where I was, who I was with, and. I think back to last summer with Suicide Squad and the hype around what was going to happen next was like the big talk. If, if, if the DC movie universe was going to ever make it, it was pinned on the hope was pinned on Wonder Woman. I don't back then though. It was kind of pinned on Superman V. But I'm talking about like after that. So like after that, yeah, you think about the, the few that preceded this, the Suicide Squad, Batman V Superman, uh, Man of Steel, just all kind of forgettable, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, more, more, some more than others that you wanted to forget. You wanted to just, you know, you had you had so much hope for it, and it just totally missed the mark. And just so your listeners know, we don't read comic books. We <laughs> never have. Hang on. First of all, Patrick doesn't read. Period. <laughs> so comic books would be in his wheelhouse because oh, they're not, pictures. He's That's illiterate. Nice. That's so sad that you're illiterate. Yeah, you never learned. Nice. We're working on it. Okay. We're working we on are it. quite hard on this man. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. I'm <laughs> an intelligent person. <laughs> we just started. He's got to dig himself out of a hole. Okay, so look, you guys are aware of the DCE. You're maybe not a fan of the movies, understandably. I mean, to us, we think Man of Steel before this was probably the most successful. Out of the three, 
Um, but here's the other thing I want to know before we get into the movie is what is your relationship with Wonder Woman? How do you remember like when you first were aware of Wonder Woman and where where did you discover her? Kate, let's well, start with you. Or Patrick, let's start with you. Patrick wants to go before I insult him again. <laughs> no, yeah, I want to hurry up before she gets another dig at me. Okay, that's a good point. Patrick, yeah. you start. Uh no, I, I growing up in the child of the eighties and late seventies, I was a huge fan of Saturday morning cartoons and the Justice League. Yeah. And watched Wonder Woman in cartoon form and watched her ride around her, pl- her invisible jet, which I had all the questions about. <laughs> and then the, well, Linda Blair in the 70s, late 70s, Linda Blair spinning around and twirling. Linda, Actually, Car- Linda, Linda Carter, you mean? Linda Carter. Yeah. Linda, Linda, Linda Blair, Blair also. Blair. She did twirl, but it was Son just her head. Bitch. And then yes, she was Linda puking. <laughs> she was doing things with a yeah, cloth sorry. that we probably shouldn't mention. <laughs> no, Linda Carter. In fact, that's a fun mashup. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Blair, Exorcist Wonder Woman. I love it. So uh, as we were walking out of the theater, one of our friends said, oh, I'm so upset that Gal Gadot didn't spin around. (laughs) That's how, yeah, that's how she changed. So look, actually, I wanted to start. Kate, what about you? When was the first time you saw Wonder Woman? I I am having a hard time right now thinking of that moment. I feel like she might have been a little bit outside of the fringe of when I started watching superhero Mostly cartoons, really, for me, was the start, the Batman animated series, and, and then, of course, all the wonderful Batman movies in the 90s, which yeah. we know that there are a lot of them. Yes. We could talk all day on those films, but I, I don't think that she was really in my sphere. Okay. I truly don't. I think she escaped me until now, and now I don't want to let her go. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Anthony, what about you? When is the first time you remember uh, liking the Wonder Woman? I mean, obviously, when I was a little girl, um, <laughs> I was just marking out over the Wonder Woman. No, uh, I mean, Wonder Woman, I, I kind of like Kate. I mean, I, I obviously read comics now, but she was never someone that was really on my radar. Yeah. Um, I guess that's just me being a guy. I was always, if it was DC, it was Batman or Superman. I, I was always knew that Wonder Woman existed, but I never really knew her origin. I didn't really know what she was all about. I kind of learned that as I've... Uh, gotten older and like started reading comics instead of just looking at the pictures. So I, I yeah. had a uh, a pretty good understanding of who she is now. But I don't. There's no real time that I remember. I, I always was aware of the character. I just right. didn't care right. about That's the character. That's the most inter- interesting thing about Wonder Woman is a ubiquitous, high profile name. Really, like if people you just tell anybody to yell out some superheroes. They're gonna go Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider Man, Hulk. Everyone was aware of her, but nobody really knew the details. And yeah, that's interesting. Like she's the what? Like if I if you were to get like ten year old me out, yeah, be like, hey, which female character superhero would you think? Do you think of first? I'd go Wonder Woman. Yeah, like li- right away. And then and then did people would be like, well, what do you think about her? What's her origin? What did I would? I don't know. But that Wonder Woman would be the first one. Let me guess. You looked exactly the same now as you did as ten year old you, probably. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the difference between ten yeah, year old you yes, and now? Yes, I was probably better looking back then. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Well done. Well done. No, look, I remember watching super, the the Super Friends cartoon early on, and then really, if you're someone of my age, this right here is where you met Wonder Woman. Life. In your 
she never wore tights. So I know that's just like a 70s forced lyric or like we need something to rhyme with rights. Let's just <laughs> say tights. She, let's just say she wears tights. I don't I don't know. But that, you know, this show with Linda Carter was really where you you learned about like the Amazons and her, you know, Paradise Island and Steve Trevor and I still love that musical. So of course, listen, we're going to start with uh, our review. So I have to press this button. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. It's a, a DC-themed spoiler alert from Excellent. the Rug Boy. Uh, R.I.P. Where, where rug is boy. the Rug Boy? R.I.P. Rugs, uh, Rugs couldn't be here because he's what? He's R. resting R. in peace. Oh, yeah. he's he's tired. He's taking a nap. That doesn't mean he's dead. He's just R. resting R. in peace. No, he uh, look, he can't see the. He's watching the movie now. Basically, <laughs> like it just, you know, we're we're like we all saw this Thursday night. It's a moving train, and it's it's all aboard at this time that it stops at the station or not. Exactly, exactly. He gets on when he gets on. We'll get his thoughts next uh, next episode, and if you uh, join our Patreon, you'll get his initial thoughts, and you can hear our thoughts uh, on everything. But let's set this up a little bit with a little bit of history. Look, Wonder Woman's first appearance, All Star Comics number eight, back in nineteen forty one. Uh, created by William Moulton Marston and Harry G. Peter. And Marston is a very interesting character. We may get into that at the end of the show. This movie, holding a 94% Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating. Oh, shit. Holy wow. crap. For a DCEU movie, uh, the previous of which I think haven't cracked like 30% or 40%. Oh, Man of Steel was the highest. Man of Steel was the highest at this thing. Boom, 94%. So right away you're like, okay. Okay, I see. Uh, uh, Did you guys like a- Man of Steel more than Batman versus Superman? Yes. Yes. Okay. But I, here's, I'll I preface it with, I didn't think Man of Steel was any good either. Yes. Right. So there you go. What about Marginally- Superman Returns? I liked Superman Returns. <laughs> with Kevin Spacey as a bad guy. I liked Superman Returns. And Brandon Man of Steel, Ruth. I, incidentally, 55% on Rotten 55%. Tomatoes. Wow. And then they come up. They get and then a, the other two were in the like twenty like twenty yeah it was like yeah. twenty three wow. twenty seven uh, so right away you're like okay this is uh, this is different there's something there, there, this immediately something there's here. so there's like this movement prior yeah. to this move a movie coming out that like Rotten Tomatoes or critics just were biased against DC films so that's com- immediately nullified with yeah, this with, I mean the ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes it's it's not a, there's it's, no there's no DC bias there's no DC bias it's, there's a shitty superhero movie bias that's right. all it is so continue uh, yeah box office wise uh, it's still very early it just came out so we don't really have opening weekend numbers but the uh, production budget of one hundred forty nine million uh, we got some stuff do you I, I, I have it pulled up. Okay, well, I know Thursday made eleven million. Thursday made eleven million. That's which, crazy. That's crazy. Which is good. That's that was on pace to uh, Guardians. And Friday, as of this morning, it made thirty eight point eight five million. Wow, which is um, right on pace with Guardians. So it it could bring in a uh, hundred million this weekend. It brought in forty seven million worldwide. So it's up to almost eighty five point six million. That's that's very good. It's been out for three days, and and this movie didn't even open internationally early. I don't think like no, it opened all everywhere same all same same day and date. So it's it's doing well. It's gonna it's gonna very do very well. Promising. It's got the top domestic debut for a film directed by a woman. This and is the, very important. Ooh. Yes, the only other one that is even close, which really makes me kind of angry. Cause yeah, I read this and I went, well, then Wonder Woman should be higher. Yes, Fifty Shades of Grey made eighty five million. Lame. Wow. 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 Sam Taylor Johnson's that that's correct. So, you know, I mean, this is the movie where you're going to have to start comparing this like to just 
you know, directors. Like, forget that she's a woman. They just she's up there with male directors. But this 11 million preview also tops Doctor Strange's preview, Ant Man's preview, Thor's preview, right. and sits just behind Guardians. Man, all good stuff. So. Yeah, I could see it doing a hundred million opening weekend. I think it's uh, it, it's uh, it's on its way, and the, the word of mouth is going to help, and it's going to continue to dominate. Uh, let's look at the creative talent real quick rundown. Of course, you said directed by a woman, Patty Jenkins, who has given us Monster, uh, has not really directed a big. She was going to do Thor: The Dark World. She was going to do Ooh. Thor: The Dark World, and, and she... then the creative differences, and uh, she's not really done like a giant blockbuster action movie. This is uh this is a first for her. Not to throw the show too off path, yeah. but I read that for Thor the Dark World, her idea was to do like a Shakespeare in space kind of thing. Oh. And Marvel yeah. was not about it. So that's why they went parted Thank ways. Mm. Goodness. Mm. I don't know. That could that could have kind of worked. I mean, Thor lends itself to that a little bit. Uh, but we have uh, writing credits, story by Zack Snyder. When originally, when I heard that when this movie was coming out, I was like, "Oh boy, uh, is this going to be a problem?" But turns out not so much. Alan Heinberg and Jason Fuchs uh, in screenplay by Alan Heinberg. So, real quick, Gal Gadot, and I believe you say her name Gadot. Is that not right? What do you how, do? You guys know how to pronounce her name? Anybody? Well, we're such good friends now, right? Um, Your besties. She and I. I, I, I think it's Gadot, but. Maybe it is Gadot. I only said Gadot because on she was on Fallon last week and she's adorable mm-hmm. promoting yeah. the movie. And yep, she yep. said her she said Gal Gadot. Like she mm. somehow she said Godot. her whole name. I thought it was Godot, Godot too, but she said Well you have well, here she written, should know. You have here <laughs> written Glad Gadot, so it, it doesn't really matter. That is her matter, sister. Huh? That's her sister <laughs> who, who did not uh she also tried out, but they went with Gal. <laughs> And, uh, they don't talk anymore. So. She has every right to be glad shit. right now. She's not, yeah, she's, no uh, she's not very glad. Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. Connie Nielsen as Wonder Woman's mom, Hippolyta. Robin Wright as her trainer, Antiope. Danny Houston as General Ludendorff. David Thewlis as Sir Patrick. Saeed Tagamui as Samir. Ewan Bremer as Charlie. Eugene Braverock as the chief. Lucy Davis as Etta. Elena Anya as Dr. Maru as Dr. Poison. And uh, Lily Aspal playing young Diana. And she was wonderful. So now that we have uh, the baseline of what you guys know about Wonder Woman and and where you guys are with the DCEU movies, let's, what we usually do is we do some opening thoughts and we get into what we liked, what we didn't like. And since you guys are our guests, we're going to have you start, except to save a little bit of time, I'm going to have to have you guys alternate words in your opening thoughts going back and forth. Oh, good. Okay. okay do you know what I'm thinking right now? Uh, <laughs> yes. And I'm hungry too. Okay. 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 Here we go. You ready? <laughs> yes. I loved gal. Godot. Because she's. Quite sporty and <laughs> very attractive in the <laughs> tights <laughs> suctioned closely around her behind. All right. Well, nice. well, very well done. You guys, man, you guys are like mind readers. How'd you do that? <laughs> that is the official review on IMDb. <laughs> That's the first one. Certified fresh. All right. Look, thanks for just uh, uh, humoring me on that one. But Kate, for real, why don't you give us your well, that own thoughts? Real thought. That was the real thoughts. I think that's a good idea for a podcast. <laughs> right? You Jeez. should do the whole show that way. All the, the entire crap. show. 
Nobody would ever know what we're going to talk about. N- nor would we. It would oh, be yeah. a totally improvised podcast every a single week. Spontaneous the pod. Yeah. It is for me anyway. Ear- Earwolf Network is is hearing this, and they're going to pick us up. Nope. Oh, boy. Here comes the deal will be in the email tomorrow. <laughs> no. Well, I have to point out first, actually, we I just said IMDb. When I went on IMDb to refresh my memory of who was in the cast, yeah. there was a little thing halfway down the page that said, oh, people who like this movie also liked and there was like six movies. Mm-hmm. Amongst them, The Mummy and Baywatch. Wait, which what? one? That's odd. Yeah, the one that's the, not the even new out one. yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, like, I was hoping it was the old one. People who like this also liked Baywatch. Oh, really? I don't. I don't. I can't trust you, IMDb, right no. now. You've thrown my confidence with this. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Uh, let's see. Where should we start? Let's start with the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Okay. Cool new DC opening scroll. Ah, kind of like a Marvel, cool. Marvel-esque uh, MCU thing a little bit in their own way. Very much. Yeah. And in fact, when I saw that, I, I forgot temporarily that I was watching a DCEU movie. I thought that this had a very Marvel feel from the get-go. And mm. I would say for the first, I don't know, third of the film, we, were, we sat transfixed. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't move. Yeah. Uh, nobody yeah. in my group moved. Nice. Um, and I, I guess to go back a little bit before the movie even started, our theater did not fill up quickly. Mm-hmm. In fact, we got there about an hour before to get in line and there was maybe five people in line. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting a little nervous, like, oh no, they're not, not going to turn out. By the time the movie started, the, the movie theater was pretty full. I oh, don't nice. know if it was a sellout. It was yeah. pretty full. Yeah. And I think just because the pacing to start was so slick that nobody had a chance to react to anything. And when we first started hearing the reactions from the crowd was when there was humor. Yeah, and then they, yeah. we finally heard like, okay, phew, the, they like this, they're into this. The opening scroll was awesome, and I love that they they tied it back into BVS with the whole uh, Bruce Wayne finding the picture and having it delivered to her to start the movie. And that was a cut scene or the a, a post credit scene, wasn't it? It was a short scene. I think it, it was a weird like trailer scene in the movie, which yeah. they didn't handle very well. But yes, it was yeah. in Batman v Superman. Okay. What do you think, Patrick? What, what do you what do you want? Well, to uh, right off the bat, I want to tell you that, like Kate said, we got to the movie theater. There was literally five people standing in line, and they announced that they were going to let us go an hour early into the theater. So as we walked <laughs> into the theater, the previous movie was ending. Yeah, and it was it was pirates. Oh boy! And nobody was there. Nobody oh, was there. Geez. Nobody. Like we watched all the credits and the final cut, the the pre post credit scene of Pirates when nobody was in the theater. Like we were amazed. Wow. We had, Nobody's going pe- to see that. Well, we had people in our group that wanted to see Pirates, and we're like, "This is awful. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be watching this." <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Um, I also thought that. Um, if DC, if, if DC was going to make Wonder Woman successful, it had to change everything. It kind of had to like shake the etch a sketch and, and redo the, how they think about movies. Yeah, I know that they got the memo about the dark and the unfunny, and yep. the, and they did. They really kind of took those criticisms to heart, and they made this one lighter, and they made this one funnier, and they made the characters way more likable. Oh, everyone was likable. Yeah, and, and you ended up rooting for the hero, which I have always felt in DC movies was missing. Yeah. I never rooted for Batman or Superman. I wanted to kill them both. I was so angry at both of them. <laughs> I felt bad for Martha. 
<laughs> Pick which Martha. Which Martha, yeah. yeah. I'll let you decide. Yeah. So I, I thought they did a really great job with, with reloading everything. And, you know, even even the, the little thing, like, um, everyone knows that theme music. From yes. Batman v Superman. How yes. awesome was that theme music for Wonder Woman? Yeah, and you were waiting for that to yeah. come in. So yeah. you sit down in the theater and you're like, I'm five minutes into this and I haven't heard that music. I was That's waiting for the opening scroll weird. to pop up. Yeah. It didn't. And then they saved it for the perfect time. Yes, yeah. they did. So I, like I said, I, I, I was very impressed that that they have taken a couple pages from Marvel uh, and that they seem to be kind of maybe on the right footing now. The opening, like maybe five, ten minute segment of the women fighting on Themyscira was just fantastic. So much butt was kicked. Yeah. And it was so, so nice to see women of all ages fighting, especially Connie Nielsen and Robin Wright. I loved them in this. And when I read prepping for the show that originally Nicole Kidman was supposed to play Diana's mother. Right. I was like, thank God. I, I do like Nicole Kidman in some certain, certain movies. I don't think that she would fit in this one. No, they, yeah, the, uh, the, she, Connie Nielsen has kind of like a, a, a world weariness about her and a, yes. a grit in this. And Nicole Kidman, you would just been like, oh, that's fucking Nicole Kidman. I would not follow her into battle. <laughs> no. Anthony, opening thoughts overall walking out of this movie. What was going through your head? So I'm, a have been labeled a, a DC oh, hater. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so, because the DC movies up to this point have been terrible. Um, so coming into this movie, I was very optimistic because there were a lot of great reviews. The trailers looked good. I liked Gal Gadot and Batman v Superman. I was optimistic, but I was very cautiously optimistic. And uh, this isn't one of those situations where it's just like putting lipstick on a pig and it was like the yep. best looking of the worst. This is actually a good film. So I will give DC credit. They really made... Uh, an awesome film that I actually really enjoyed. It felt like a like a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. The way they took the cues with the humor. Um, th- the film reminded me a lot of actually Captain America: First Avenger. Yeah, that same mm-hmm. sort of feeling yep. where it's like this character is just doing good because she's a good person. Right. Yeah, and it's the same thing with Steve Rogers. They they put a little twist on it with her being very naive to what's going on in the real world, and. The one of the big things I liked is I've criticized DC films for not having any character growth throughout their films, like the end of Man of Steel, the end of Batman v Superman, uh, Suicide Squad. All those characters don't really change all that much, and if they do change, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Correct. Um, this character changes a ton. This char- character, but also remains good. This character goes in from being like really good and naive to learning about humanity and learning that humans are kind of shitheads. Yeah. And still wanting to do the right thing. And that's character growth. So I gave this movie, I was thoroughly happy with this movie. For the first time, I walked out of a DC film and I was like, wow, I would watch that again. It's, this isn't fucking miserable. This was funny. This was a character I could root for. I, was, I have to give DC credit. They actually made a good one. I mean, I got, I got, I agree with all your guys' thoughts. I was really nervous uh, going into this, but uh, they managed to give us a solid, solid origin and now we have a definitive origin of wonder woman moving forward like i just think about the little girls that are going to be watching this growing up uh and wanting little girls well what, old a, girls. what about 32 year old women <laughs> you that also... maybe went on amazon to buy a fun <laughs> pop right after the movie 
and a god killer sword and shield. Can we get those yet? I want well, one. Imran, we already have our Halloween costumes picked. Oh, let me guess. It's a little Steve Trevor, a little uh, um, Wonder Woman? No. No, 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 I really can't pull that off. No? no. Oh, no. Patrick, you look um, just like him. Patrick's no, going to no. be at a candy. Oh, no. there we go. <laughs> oh, no, even better. Got- yeah. Uh, actually, well, I mean, <laughs> if you haven't guessed, I'm going to attempt Wonder Woman, but uh-huh. Patrick is also going to wear the same costume yep. and she, oh. he's going to be Wonder Woman's sister. Yeah. Judy. Judy. <laughs> That's Woman. Glad. Glad Judy Gadot Woman. played Judy by Woman. Glad Gadot. <laughs> Judy Prince. And <laughs> Judy, Judy Prince. Prince does not carry a sword no. or a, a whip. She enters the room about five seconds after Wonder Woman <laughs> in a huff. And a, <sighs> <sighs> I just got here. Can I help? <sighs> what happened? <laughs> and it's oh, all everything's, yeah, yeah. everything's over. She's got a, a burger wrapper in one hand, and yeah, let me guess. Right. Judy Prince has a different father. I'm guessing. Oh, that no, definitely. Yeah, his yeah, name not, is Hal. Yeah, not a half god. So Hal, Hal Goldstein. Hal Goldstein puts her at a disadvantage. But man, yeah, at, when this movie was over, I had that fuck yeah feeling. And Anthony, yeah. you said it in our uh, uh, in our instant reaction on Patreon. It felt like an MCU MCU movie. It was a single story focused. Uh, pay, the beginning, the beginning two acts of this movie are just paced perfectly, and like you guys, it, like you said, everyone is quiet because they're giving you this awesome story and it's moving and it's sinking in, and you want to see where it's going. Uh, so I, all of our opening thoughts seem to be the same. Let's just start with let's talk about one thing we liked, sure, uh, and uh, let, we'll go backwards. So Anthony, you start. Go backwards, round robin. Oh man, there's so many things I like. There's a lot. Um, well, we'll cover probably cover it because everyone enjoyed the movie. Uh, I'll start with the the lead Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot apparently, uh, if, as Imran is now saying, um, or <laughs> Glad Gadot or whatever need, the hell Imran wants to call her now. Um, you know, she there was a lot of initial criticism when she was first cast. Oh my God, it's a model. Like she's not big enough to be Wonder Woman. Little do people know that she was fucking in the Israeli army. So yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it doesn't really matter what, you know, what she looked like. She was actually trained. Um, but, you know, she's not just a pretty face. I thought she pulled off the, the naivety well, the humor well. The action scenes were very credible. I thought she owned the role, and she was good in Batman v Superman, but I wasn't like, wow, this is the best thing ever, because she was only in the movie like 11 minutes. Whereas this film, she had a whole film where she could display her acting chops. And I don't know if she's like this amazing actress, but... Her accent and her physical charisma and just how freaking gorgeous she is. She just works as Wonder Woman. Like this is the definitive Wonder Woman. It's 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 perfect. She, I mean, and you know, me being a meathead guy, of course, like she's amazing to look at. Like like she literally has this like physical charisma on screen where you just can't take your eyes off her. She's magnetic. Yeah, Yeah. I'll I'll tell you one thing that's pretty cool. She was pregnant. Yes, doing some of the reshoots. Yes, that's amazing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's stunning. And I, you can't, I can't take my eyes off her when she's on the screen. And, but the, the, the sense of wonder in her facial expressions, like very nuanced and very, for, for a model turned actress. And, you know, you say she's a model turned actress, but there's tons of dude actors who were models that turned actors, you know, and we're never like, oh, he was a model. Now he's an actor. There uh, was like a perfect combination First of all, the writing for her character was very good. Yes. yes. Because there was there was constant dichotomies. She at one minute would be pretty darn fierce, but yeah. noble. Yeah. And then she would be completely innocent, but steadfast in what she was feeling. And it it she had so many different facets to her character that she that she showed us beautifully. 
She played innocent to badass very well mm-hmm. in the whole yeah. rage. But like when it's snowing, and even when she's like, "You're a man," like you see it in her face. She's the never seen cream. a fucking man before. Yeah. The ice cream <laughs> bit yeah. was uh, fantastic. I, when- I got a, I got one scene that like was the, the pinnacle moment with her in the movie for me, and where, where I was literally like, "I'm all in." This is the character I'm. I'm in this movie. Is I, I like this movie now. Like I know I like it. And it's the scene where she's in the trenches and she's arguing with all of them. And they're like, "You can't go into no man's land." Like she, we've only been fighting for inches. You're like, just take your time. We'll we'll get to this spot. And she's just like, "No, like no." There's people dying out there. I have to get out there. And she like literally starts just taking off her clothes. Yeah. And just jumps out there. But they do it like they film it in like a very slow way. Yeah. And it's just that's the most epic scene. That's that's gonna be the scene that people are replay like over and over because like that just what she's arguing for is, and it's so black and white it's literally like people are dying we have need to help, help them right yeah. now like yeah. why are we waiting let's help now that well, the scene Ron, that ends the, that makes me go that's the this is the fucking movie right here yeah wasn't that the the scene that was almost cut that was that scene almost didn't make it and arguably what are the, it's gonna be a favorite scene it's really uh, yeah it almost, it's, almost didn't make it. it it's it's uh it's one of the best scenes in the movie it shows how badass she is and it shows uh it said uh patty jenkins revealed uh, she says it's my favorite scene in the movie and the more, most important scene in the movie. It's also the scene that made the least sense to other people going in, which wow. is why it's a wonderful victory for me. Uh, she says, I think that in superhero movies, they fight other people, they fight villains. So when I started to really hunker in on the significance of No Man's Land, there were a couple people who were deeply confused, wondering like, well, what is she going to do? How many bullets can she fight? And I kept saying, it's not about that. This is a different scene than that. This is a scene about her becoming wonder woman and arguably she does become kind of wonder woman in that moment and in the very end when uh she thinks she kills hermes mm-hmm. you mean aries i mean aries not hermes. hermes hermes is the guy who- <laughs> dog doe aries aries let's call the whole thing off <laughs> uh what hermes else? is in futurama who is hermes, hermes is in futurama aries oh Ari- no, he said hermes he said hermes i said herpes, herpes. that's why i meant herpes, herpes. Now, Herpes is the Greek god of uh, ointment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we like? Who's got another one? I, I'll take one. Okay. I'll take one. I, I really like Chris Pine. We were yep. talking with somebody recently that said they hadn't seen the movie yet. And he said when they announced that Chris Pine was going to get that part, yeah. he thought, uh, crap, that's it. That means that Chris Pine's being brought in to do the comedy and that Gal Gadot's dialogue just got cut in half. And he was concerned that that the movie was going to be real heavy Chris Pine. And it wasn't. It really wasn't. And I, I thought he did a fantastic job. I had a moment like Anthony had with Miss Gadot. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if I was liking his performance or if he was just, he was enough. Because I was thinking, if any other actor was, was doing this part, reading these lines, would it be passable? Because I don't know if the, for the first half of the film, he stands out just as himself. But then towards the second half of the movie, especially the scene where he tells her he's got to go up in that plane. Oh yeah. Just hit me right in the feels. And I thought, yep, that that's where he excels is he's so earnest about this, this need to fight. And we don't, we don't really discover his backstory at all, which I would love to find out. We don't know why he's pushed to do good. 
Oh, yeah. But that scene was just beautiful. And how they, oh God, how they shot it with her not being able to hear at first. And then they went back and showed us what they said. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I did love that. We, well, I mean, that was amazing too. Yeah. And, and, I, and I just want to comment, his character is really written, written well as, as well because she doesn't fall for him because he's just this good looking guy. She falls for him because he's kind of like her. He just wants to do good. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it's reflected in that scene, but it's reflected, you know, pr- throughout the entire film when he's, it's, there's funny moments, but there's, it's also laced with like him wanting to do good. Like that him being like, I lied to them. We're, we're still going to go to the front. And he puts, and he wraps the, the, the lasso around his wrist and he's telling the truth. Like he just wants to do good. And that's what she sees in him. She's like, there's a kinship there. So he's written re- really well. And, and I thought he was funny. I thought, his his character added that dose of humor that makes like makes the situation just a little bit more light and doesn't make it like Batman versus Superman where we're sitting there and it's just this miserable film and there's nothing to laugh at. But it doesn't get campy. Also, it's no, very it yeah. it's very it's genuine. situational. It's situational, which is the most important thing, and it's it's kind of underplayed. And I was afraid that he would like overshadow her and steal the movie. Yep. And I don't think he did. I think he was equally. Uh, important uh, and and he's not dumb like we're kind of him like he's figuring out that she's special that she's different obviously that she's got powers and already figuring out like here's how you can use this powers let's pick up this piece of metal get her to jump on it like he's you know he's connecting yeah. the dots and I appreciated that uh, and and then they didn't really he wasn't really she said well she did save him so it was kind of like a reverse damsel in distress but a great like nod to Christopher Reeves uh, Superman, the Donner film in the alley uh, with the bullet, and just to reverse that, I love those those little Easter eggs. And he and he's above, he's slightly above average. We found out. So. Now, <laughs> is it in the comic books that his character doesn't die? Somebody told me that they were upset yeah. that they killed off that character because he doesn't die in the comics. He, he's around in the comics, and there, I mean, they they modify the origin a lot it was in world war ii when she was created yes they made this for world war one so like physically if you're if you're trying to keep this realistic he couldn't have been alive anyways but yeah he never he never sacrifices himself like that is it possible that he parachuted out the end well, of the movie we didn't, we didn't see it we didn't uh it wasn't on uh camera so you know he, he signed a multi-picture deal see that's confusing so i don't know yeah. i don't know how they're gonna do that but even so in the original comics like he's around in the world war ii and in the the 70s show it doesn't take place like in the 40s but then he's around present time so yeah it's a little confusing i'm not sure where they're gonna go for there but in this context uh they he kind of needed the, to be that sacrifice and maybe he gets, yeah. a, maybe he gets a little injection and oh. he's able to live forever. I mean, he. Oh, no. I mean, he does. <laughs> I, hope, I honestly, I hope he doesn't come back. Other than in flashbacks, yeah, because that scene was so good. Ironically, again, another scene that reminds me of Cap. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. in Cap, the first Avenger, he same di- thing. He a, dies. A, yeah. a, a plane yeah. from Germany marked for big cities. Yep. That he rides yeah. down into the into the wave. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but. Two characters named Steve. I know. You got Steve Fires. Yes. Yep. Yep. Blonde white guys. Brunettes. White guys. Two brunettes. Two brunettes. Yep. Yeah. A lot of similarities. And I mean, both of these stories come from around work. the same they time. Yeah. And they two do. Br- yeah. Two brunettes with accents, right, Patrick? <laughs> Let's my, talk about... Uh, my, my mic's not working. <laughs> gals, accents, okay. So, Gal's accent. Well, I just... I learned something interesting is... Uh, first of all, Themyscira looked 
beautiful. The 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 effects, the the way they oh, explain yeah. that it's in a bubble. Like I think it's really neat that they kind of explain how nobody has been able to find it, how it's hidden, uh, and it it's always sunny, even though it's like dark outside. That was great. But yeah. so since Gal is an Israeli, I I don't think she could do any other accent. So they just let her talk the way she does. And I think they told all the other women playing Amazons, they're like, you know what? Uh, you're all going to have Israeli accents now because we need all this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need this to be a little cohesive. So go work because, and then you'll notice like Connie Nielsen's and Robin Wright's accent. And the accents were kind of all over the place, but mm-hmm. uh, they they did their best. Well, uh, is, and an Israeli accent out here in the West isn't something that people know how to impersonate. It's not no, like, a, right. it's not a thing. Right. Patrick's been working hard on it. Yeah, I know know that we have someone that's been working on it, but well, let me just say one thing. (laughs) I know, I know you have a lot of Lebanese listeners, and I know that I I will just offend them horribly if I try. And and no, the Lebanese are already offended because uh, she's Israeli, but the Israeli listeners will love you for trying to attempt an Israeli accent. Because you, Patrick, at least have armpit hair. That's correct. <laughs> yes, and I am an Amazon. Yes, it's very thank authentic. You. You're an authentic Amazon. <laughs> I do have a question about the whole veil over the island. Okay, okay. It, it kept a god of war out, but some planes and pilots got in. It, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. the that it was tr- specifically trying to keep him out per se. It was he had no reason to go there because he didn't know that Zeus had created another god. So the okay. the whole point the the whole thing was is that they were they didn't want her to out herself or even know that she was a god because once people knew that a god existed Ares would know right away she was a hidden she was hidden she was a hidden uh, god half god yeah okay. uh, so it's not that he didn't yeah he didn't yeah. even know like even if he went to Themyscira he wouldn't be like there's a god here he he yeah. would, he needed he needed another god to like help him dominate the world you can't so. feel that yourself you don't get that sense when you walk into a room. That there's a you god. Know who the gods here? are. There's another. That well, I mean. I mean, that, if you if you if you're one with Christ, he's always all around. So, <laughs> especially in bread. Yes. Bread and wine. Yeah, he shows bread up. Wine. If you if you have that special toaster, he shows up on your, <laughs> on your toast. But, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but like so, when we get to the nitpicky side, that is a little. It makes the whole protagonist antagonist conflict a little bit muddy towards the end but whatever i loved uh the the animation they used to show yeah. to describe the story of zeus and Ares, and it was just it was really cool looking and it worked how about the little girl man that's what i'm talking about this finally we got character development we see her as a little girl with tenacity with she wants to fight she's adorable uh, mimicking the 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 war the training scenes and then she just leaps off the fucking side of the cliff. I was like, yeah. this little girl's badass already. Yep. And then she's like, hello, mother. Yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> uh, and so they they had me hooked on these Amazons right at the beginning because when the Germans did show up. And how about giving us a great action scene right at the head of the movie? Great idea. Don't make anyone wait. But when they showed up, I was like, oh, no, I don't want any of these Amazon women to die. I already dig them. Like, I've already gotten to feel for them. And then there was a lot, lot of killing. A lot of killing in this movie. Yeah, but but how much butt did they kick with a bow and arrow versus a gun? Dude, badass. Like, flying down with the ropes oh, and the three arrow, flip over three arrows back, and the, the Germans are like, what the shit is this? And I and, guess that's my high point. You guys have, like, said yours. Mine was, wasn't the fighting just on a different level this time around? The, action the fighting was sequences were so well staged. It was clean. 
it didn't have that jarring feeling that BVS had. Yes. Um, I didn't feel nauseated. You know, yeah. everything or, or was confused. just, or everything confused. was so yes. slick. It was like a dance watching them fight. And I liked how they would use the slow motion for like a second. And then you, you kind of knew it was going to happen. And that made you even more excited when she like leapt off that horse and had the three arrows and it paused a little bit. Yeah. You're like, Oh shit, it's going to happen. <laughs> that's, and that's a very Zack Snyder thing. And sometimes he overdoes it. And sometimes he just does it for no reason. But the, everything, like you said, it was very purposeful. I thought the, the way the court, the fights were designed was very purposeful. And yes, this has, Things called establishing shots, which Snyder just doesn't seem to want to put in his movies. So you never know where the hell you are. It's jumping around. This yeah. thing is showing you the action, like that whole that whole scene in 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 when she's running through the streets and uh, she demolishes the church steeple. Uh, amazing, yeah. amazing action scene again yeah. up there with like a, an MCU action scene. Finally, uh, it, it was uh, it was just awesome. Her lasso made me think of Yandu. For a minute. Oh, a little bit <laughs> with nice, the zipping yeah. around. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the one scene where it's zipping just, yeah. it's in the square, I think. And she was just annihilating all the people in the square. And I, I for a minute, was like, that's kind of like Yandu scene because they both light up and you can follow it. <laughs> <laughs> she does, what do you got? She does seem to kill a lot of people. Yeah. How does this sit with you guys? I'm Ron, you pussy. What is wrong with you? I have to say, she seems like. I thought, here's the thing. Here's it didn't bother thing. me at all. That's the name of our show. I'm <laughs> Ron, you pussy. What's wrong with you? Yeah. It's, very t- it's a long title. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great title. Yeah. We were going to tell you at the end, but we're no, going to rename our show that. Honored. <laughs> she kills people in the beginning, but it it's for a purpose because at the end. Spoiler alert. I mean, did you even hit the spoiler point? Yeah, you uh, did. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's another one. But even at the end, so she has a chance to kill. Um, Dr. Poison. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And she's yeah. killed all these people prior. And Ares is like, this is the fucking face of evil right here. And their fucking yeah. mask falls oh, off. That's and you right. See this discard face. Yeah. And in that moment, she decides she's not going to kill anymore. Yeah. She's uh, not going to kill that person. A little Star Wars right there. Right. So she, yeah. it, it's building towards yeah. that yeah. moment where she's sure. like, she has a chance to kill the face of evil and she doesn't. And then she has this whole line where I, I'm going to combat things with love. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a character growth moment Let's for her. Let's just hug it out, right? Come here, Aries. Bring Let's it just in. Hug. Goodbye, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Works because it is a character moment. It's purposeful. And one of my other favorite moments is when she does kill Ludendorff, and she thinks she's like, "That's it. I got him. Everyone should stop." And then she turns around, and of course, it's not stopped. And then, like, she has another revelation and becomes even another becoming Wonder Woman moment. She's like. Wait, m- men are just really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong the whole time. Yep. But then something happens that undermines that, and then we'll get to that. I, see, I, well, I don't think it did undermine. No? I know, I, because Ares, I know that a lot of people were like, well, that undermines it that Ares was the guy that was injecting evil into people. Yes. But if you catch his lines, he says, I just gave them ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They yeah. still had a choice to do it, and they're yeah. choosing yep. to do it. It's, yep, a, yep, it's yep. a very lazy Aries. He's like, I don't actually want to do any of the work. I'm just yeah. going to suggest no, but this. But the it's trigger. not that. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, not it's, Aries, it's been Aries the whole time. Like, it's inherent. He's just playing on inherent human evil. Right. So I yeah. think that moment doesn't get ruined. Ah, if you just, caught the yeah. tiny little little scene where Dr. Poison is, is trying to find the idea and Ludendorff comes in and he opens the door and there's a little gust of wind. So you think, okay, he just opened the door. But then when it plays back, it's Aries. Wow. Giving, giving her Pushing the idea, the paper. Yeah. and that's oh, what the that's, that's what the wind was. She was like, "Yeah, because I." That's right. Because initially, she just uncrumples a piece of paper, and then right. she's like, "I got it." 
And I was yep. like, what? I oh, caught I'm... something Imran didn't. Oh, okay. oh my God. Look at, look at this. Yes. <laughs> you get one of those. <laughs> well done. Uh, nerd. How, how about here's another uh, awesome thing about this movie. Yeah. It's finally, they finally injected humor in these things. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? Like, the, the fish out of water stuff totally works because she's just so naive. Like, how about the scene where she's just dressing up and she chooses a man's outfit, basically, and then she's walking out with a freaking sword and a shield and she's trying to, like, go through a revolving door. Yeah. I love yeah. it. She's like, how do you fight in this? And she's just kicking, kicking and ripping yeah. her claws. Ripping the seams, yeah. And it works so well in that era because, like, she goes into the the the, the meeting about the armistice and everyone's like, what the fuck? And she's like, our generals don't, your generals don't fight out there. They're, I they're love that. behind the back. I love like, that. What, you guys don't fight. You guys just sit here and talk. Like all that stuff, just them playing with that era of women not being important. It works yeah. so well because you have the, the strongest woman ever just hanging around being like, what the fuck? What's wrong with all you guys? Well, and then Professor uh, Dup- Dupin, uh, Dupin, what's his name? Professor Lupin. That's Professor Harry Lupin, Potter. yeah. When <laughs> Professor Lupin sees her walk in the room and he's like, stop talking and your initial thought is, oh, he's, he's, He's taken back because there's a woman in the room. Right. And then later on, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. He He's knew like, exactly. When yeah. she walked in the door, I, he, he knew, yeah. she knew exactly who she was. Well, and that's a, that's a good point to like look at. And I, I guess we can get into this when we talk about our, our cons. But I was sitting next to somebody who is really not at all versed with the comic book lore or even anything about the film. I mean, they're just going to see it for fun. Yeah. And he, like the minute that the camera panned over to him, she went, oh, he's evil. Oh wow! Oh wow! I didn't it got pick it that up. sense from oh yeah, he's evil. He's Honestly, evil. I was so another thing I appreciated was the marketing, and I tried to stay away. Now I understand there are some places where it was spoiled, where the actor Thulis was listed as Ares. I did yeah. not see no. this going in, and this got me like I I did not see this coming, and I really appreciated uh, that it was Sir Patrick was Ares and not Ludendorff. So. Yeah. That was great. Okay, so now, Patrick, I know you are a, a little bit of a history buff. I want to ask you what you thought about the setting of this being World War One versus World War Two. I thought it was very effective. Well, it was very interesting to me because I, I, I yeah, I saw the uh, the plane when the first because going into the movie, I didn't know what time period we were talking about. Right. So when the plane crashed, and I saw the the type of plane it was. Yeah. I thought, okay, nineteen eighteen, yep, nineteen twenties. It's got to be an early World War One plane. So I I kind of settled in with the fact that this was a World War One movie, and whenever they showed the Germans, there was not really talk about Nazis. It was Germans. I was yep, okay with yep, that. Yep. But then there's a scene later in the movie, and I, Kate and I talked about it, and she didn't see this. I did. I don't agree. And what's the general's name? Ludendorff. He's an actual general, I believe, from history oh, yes. in really? World War One. Yes, is. he was he an actual dude. Human. He's a real dude. Isn't isn't he also General Striker? He is. Yeah, the Wolverine. Yes. Oh yeah, Danny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he likes to manipulate ranks. things. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, and I will I will say that I this might be really wrong. I may be really wrong in this, but he walks into a room late in the movie, and I could have sworn over his left shoulder was a photo of Hitler. Oh, and that, and I, and I'll tell you, I looked at that and watched that and went, oh, I don't. Now I'm confused. Maybe it was the employee of the month board. <laughs> was Hitler's, Hitler's older cousin? I'll, t- I'll tell you what the, the dead giveaways. Obviously, I knew that it was World War One. Right, I was a nerd. Right, and I knew what the production budget. No, and you're all a that. jock. <laughs> I'm the nerd. That That's right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm the jock. <laughs> Fuck off. All right. Um, but. Here's here are some of the giveaways I noticed. They keep referring to 
the Kaiser, which is a German thing mm-hmm. back in the, the 1800s, mm-hmm. uh, or 1910s, sorry. They also refer to the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, yeah. That's the Tur- World and the War. Turks, That's the yeah. World War One, yeah. And they refer, refer to it as the Great War or the War, war to End All Wars, which yeah. was always World War One. Yeah, right. So right. The, uh, there was enough of those cues that... For me, it was like, okay, this is solidly World War One. Absolutely, and they didn't say what they never like threw up a year, but he was like, this year, this has been going on for four years, so it's clearly like nineteen eighteen. Well, and here, here's the thing too for why they did that setting. Number one, not to copy Captain America, right? But number two, yeah. it's hard to be like all humans are bad yet somewhat good. If you've got Nazis running around. Yeah. So you can't yeah. really it's do not, it it's with a, that. Yeah, that's a little more black and white. Also, <laughs> yeah, there's like right. if for her to see the true uh, evil of man, the combat in the first war was just way more horrific. It was still hand to hand. It was still you looking at the other enemy almost in the eyes and, yeah. and killing them. Whereas in, in World War Two, they had moved on to tanks and, and, air, and a lot of air bombings. I mean, here you still had the heavy artillery, but trench warfare, man, you got you. You have. If you popped out of there, your head was shot off, and you a lot of times you were meeting the enemy with bayonets still, face to face, head on, and she got to see all uh, you know the mutilations and uh, the, the what the result of this war to the villages was, and then you got the mustard gas tie in, which also yes. worked. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I thought all of it uh, worked awesome. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And you know, Patrick is like the king of continuity. If a film has a frame to frame error, he will find it. Yeah. So I'm willing to place money that he might have been correct with the Hitler that would poster. Be, that would suck that if Dude, they had now, a I have to, now I have to go back and watch just for that because that's a huge. Sli- I mean, this movie is tight on their details. That would be a huge slip up. Like, who? Why wouldn't you catch that on? You know set? what else it could have been though? Hitler was a painter, was he not? Mm. He was. He tried to be. <laughs> Maybe someone brought their kids' artwork in. <laughs> And was like, guys, look what my kid drew. It's yeah. a self-portrait. No, if that stupid art school, he applied twice to fucking <laughs> art school. He and couldn't re- draw a turtle. He, and he was refused both times. If just that fucking art school just said yes, yeah. everything would have been different. We would have been like a Hitler, a master Renaissance impressionist painter. That's how we would have been talking about him. Genius. Uh, now. Adolf, we've asked you to draw a cross. This is not a cross. <laughs> I blame. Oh my I, God. I blame. I blame. Oh, you know I blame the art school. All right, look. I want to take a quick break. We're going to play a couple of promos of some fun indie shows, indie pods you should check out. And we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like movies? Get busy living or get busy dying. Mr. Anders. Life uh, finds a way. TV? A girl has no name. Soft kitty, warm kitty. You didn't think I just disappeared, did you? Music? Hello. All my friends are eating steak, it's slow. Girl, the world. Video games? It's me, Mario. Get over here! If you love geeking out about your pop culture passions, See Here's the Thing may be the podcast for you. Join me and my co-host Patrick as we dive into a weekly digest of news clips about movies, TV, video games, theater, and more. Special guests, improv games, and terrible celebrity impersonations abound in our weekly episodes published directly on Podomatic. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, and Pinterest. See, here's the thing. It's where humor and pop culture collide. 
Sims and I host sketching comedy with my artist friends Imran Javed. Hey, that's me. And Phil Rude each week live on YouTube. Hang out with us as I learn and discuss the legends of comic book art and comedians while the fellows are creating live drawings during the show. I learned Stan Lee defied the comic code authority with an anti-drug comic. That's right, Carrie. But did you know the Hulk wasn't supposed to be green? He was supposed to be gray. The printer screwed it up. Visit BlazingCaribouStudio.com or tune in each week on our YouTube channel and download the podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever podcasts are found. Catch you later. Hey, my name is Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not the animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think that animal is on a scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except not at all like that really in any way. We're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. And we're at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Hi, listener. Welcome back to the second part. And if you've been enjoying the Jock and Nerd Podcast for a while, for months, for weeks, for a couple years, we've been going at it two years, uh, won't you consider joining our fan club on Patreon? It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can join our community there. It helps keeping the show going. You cover some maintenance costs. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And we got another new patron. Jock and Nerd. That's like four in the past uh, two, three weeks. So it's been rolling in. Huge thanks to Stephen Tran, our latest member of the Jock and Nerd fan club on Patreon. Thank you very much, Stephen. Oh, and Steven, I actually know you, so thanks, bud. Steven, I was at your bachelor party in Vegas. Oh, shit. So all Asian people do know everybody, huh? They all know each other. Is that... Oh, shit. Right. He's actually English. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I, <laughs> Son I, of a bitch. I, no, I saw his photo. That's not true. Look, I know every Pakistani person in Chicago. Just name them. I will know them. <laughs> Just saying. That's how it works. Uh, so, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. We appreciate your patronage. Look, we talked about what we liked, and I'm sure there'll be more things about what we like. But the fun parts of these movie reviews for us is to kind of nitpick it a little bit and talk about And nothing. There's never – a movie isn't perfect. There's always flaws. Doesn't mean we hate the movie. But I like pointing out things we didn't like. So, who's got one? Who wants to go first? Anthony, you got anything you didn't like? Well, I know you didn't like the the turn, and I know a lot of people didn't like that at the end. But. Well, well, look. So my my question with that is, uh, he, you know, the whole time she's talking about the God of War, and and Steve is like kind of humoring her, and then he finally tries to explain to her. He's like, "Look, Diana, it's it's a little complicated. This guy might not even exist. Men are just shitty. You know, there's a lot of moving parts." Um, and she kind of sees that men are evil. Except then when she kills Ares, they cut to shots of, like, all the soldiers, like, uh, just being pals and, like, all the hatred is gone. And was it Ares? I mean, he was, but was he influencing them? And if that's the case, like, is there no more war in the DCEU because she killed Ares? No, I, th I think at that moment, yeah, it is a little, like... Did he cause all this? But right. I think What's they're just the happy. I think the the ha they're just happy that this part of the war is over. 
There was the armistice too. That's yeah, true. they had the armistice, but yeah. I don't think that war never happened. I think war continues to happen, and she's just like I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do good. But piggybacking off of that, one moment I didn't like, or I wish would not that I didn't like it, but I wish it would have been expanded upon a little lo- a longer. Is is the moment where she's like she kills fucking um, Lutendorf? Yeah, and she's like, how come war's not stopped? Right, and she looks at Steve Trevor and she's all like, what the fuck? People are like, she learns that people are bad. Yeah. And I wish that would have been lengthened a little where she's like pissed off at humanity for a little longer. It felt like she was pissed off at humanity, but then right away she's like, all right, I'm going to do good. Like Mm. the movie could have been a little longer or they could have stretched that out between maybe act two and act three instead of shoving it all at the end of act three and getting right away to the boss battle. I think if they would have let that simmer a little longer, kind of a moment of betrayal. Yeah. That that moment where she's like humanity sucks. Yeah. And she has her like Spider-Man moment where she takes off the, the, well, she doesn't take off her clothes, (laughs) but she 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 becomes not a hero. What movie did you watch? I missed that scene (laughs) (laughs) to go back real quick. You guys are talking about the moment where, she kills Ares and then everybody seems fine. Like yeah. the mm-hmm. spell is, is broken. Yeah. I took that. I saw, I looked at the soldiers and they were so young. Yeah. Like, like boys, mere boys. And I took that to mean like, they really don't want to fight. They don't even know what they're fighting right. against. Right. They're just too young to know. And it's, I, I took it as one of those times where they're just so happy that it's done. That it's they don't over. have yeah. to be put in that situation anymore. Yeah. So, but that was my take. No, I think I think that's that makes sense. I yeah. think that's what, probably what they were trying to go yeah. for. But I, if they would have just lengthened that instead of rushing right away to it's a superhero movie, we have to have a big boss battle. I think it would have it would have made things just feel a little bit more organic than oh, I hate humanity. Oh, I like humanity again. Sort of th- sort of that feel. Are we are we supposed to? And again, I, I apologize not being a comic book person, but are we supposed to walk out of the movie understanding that Ares is gone and never coming back? Yes. It, yeah, that's what that's what it appears to be. It appear, appears to be, but it's a comic book film, so they can always come up with do sex machinas for people to come sure. back. But sure. yes, you are supposed to walk out like Ares is gone. This is the only god left on so, Earth. But then if you, Ares is gone, then there's no more war. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, no, in well, the DCEU, that, that, is there no more war? That's not what they're, they're no. saying. The speech, again, I have to go back to the speech. He doesn't say that he causes right. war. He's just saying that I give them ideas, but these people want to do it regardless. So every right, war right. after that is on man. He it's had just nothing. Men. It's men, men are inherently being shitty. Yeah. He just kind of started the ball rolling. He just, he just lights the fucking wick and they, they strike in after it. It's a little vague, but I'll, I'll allow it. Patrick also found it kind of convenient that at the end, Ares just didn't go invisible again and leave. Well, that, actually, that was one of my that was one of my issues when, yes. when she is first introduced. I think she takes a swing at him or something, and he, he just he just he's, yeah, evaporates, he's, he's bamfing like Nightcrawler, just like yeah. transport. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he gets hit. You're like, well, how in the Why world did he, did he just get disappear? hit? <laughs> Look, let's his talk- power his power set was very vague. Yes, and yeah. and 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 hers to some extent. We know. Yes. Yeah. That in like the first in the, when she's training and and she clashes and she puts her wrist together. Like she kind of realizes she's more than a thing now. Could it, did she was she flying? Did she realize she could fly? Uh, I did enjoy the moment where she's discovering her powers. This is another thing that's crazy about this character is that there's no like uh, how I got my powers. 
Like she always had powers. You know, there's no She was no flying serum. a, a little bit like she was possessed, like Linda Blair. All right. A little bit All with right. the, the head spinning and the puking. <laughs> it's very Linda Blair. But when she's like kind of, what do you guys think of the scene where she actually, she leaps across the chasm and she realizes she could punch holes in, in the wall and climbs up and she's yeah. kind of, the smile on her face I love because she's like, Holy crap, I could do all this? This yeah, is fantastic. She, she realizes she's part Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like That was a very Spider-Man scene. I was thinking about that. Yep. Very uh, kind of Sam Raimi Spider-Man uh, origin scene. Yeah. Well, was it too, was it too like, campy or too weird to just have her be like, oh, I can do this now? No. I don't think so. I, I kind of enjoyed seeing her as she would discover new things about her powers. And yes. I at, at first had an issue with the whole... Um, gauntlet lightning that she seemed to find at the end of the film. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, this is convenient. I can contain lightning in my nice, fancy wrist cuffs. Uh, but I think that kind of goes with the whole she's discovering who she really is. She's discovering it, what she's capable of. And she's the daughter of Zeus. She's right. half a god, so she's actually taking well, not god, only that, the god, the god I mean, Zeus' whole back. thing is lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, confused yeah. by that. I'm yeah. like, I don't think Ares is the god of lightning. No, I, no but he's he? the son of Zeus. Yeah, but it's not really his thing. Know, Even but, if your dad likes golf, doesn't mean that you have golf. No, but she's <laughs> got it too, and she's the daughter of Zeus. Right. Yeah, I, yeah actually... Um, I had an issue. I had, well, I had a couple issues. Okay. But I had an issue with the fact that the women on that island were worshiping a sword that would. That did nothing. A, yeah, for did, all did nothing. purposes. This like, lasso was fantastic, but the sword's a piece of crap. <laughs> that looks well, kind of odd that there was like a whole room for the sword in a tower that really didn't do anything. It's, well, wasn't it's that to, to throw it's Diana to distract off? Her. Yeah, yeah, to throw yeah. Diana off. Yeah. Okay, so, so what the whole if Ares thing... happened to show up one day? They'd be like, get the sword. And be like, it broke. You know, I, I don't... They're, <laughs> yeah. they're, like, they're like dinner theater actors. They've got to keep him in on the, on the con. <laughs> Not I, I have the a, sword. <laughs> I, I have a couple other nitpicks. Um, okay, so do I, but go ahead. Yeah, no, you, we'll, we'll, we'll alternate. Yeah, yes. Go ahead. Um, one word apiece. Yeah, no. one word apiece. <laughs> well, we'll, me and Patrick could finish these other sentences, too. <laughs> Little known... Thing, <laughs> I would pay to hear that. Uh, yeah, okay. Kate. I, I don't know if you knew, but me and Patrick talk. All right, there you uh, go. I, I actually, I know Kate brought up the fight scenes and how well choreographed they are. I thought they went to the Zack Snyder slow mo a little too much. Too much. Yeah, I thought it was a little too much because, not that I, I know that they they're trying to distinguish how they're going to sh- shoot their stuff. So I get what they're going for. I just think when I see the slow mo. I think 1999 Matrix, and I and mm-hmm. I think we're we're past we're past the point. Like this isn't the Flash, this isn't Quicksilver, where we need to see what he's actually doing, right? Or what the characters are doing. We're just doing this because it's style. And I think you do it once, it's cool. I thought the first time with the three arrows was cool, but after that, let's just let's just okay. get some fight choreography got it. in here. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, <laughs> that's his. But I, no, I totally agree. It's like this is the style of of action scenes in the DCEU, and it's like it's when Snyder does this in Watchmen in these movies, it's kind of like his version of a splash page in a comic right. book. Right. But that is also commonly overused. And uh, if you read comic books in the '90s, every goddamn page was a goddamn splash page because it was all style over substance. It suffered from that a little bit, but not as much as any of the other movies that they've given it, us. It didn't. It didn't take me out of no, the movie. I was no. just like, 
Oh, there's another one. I, well, it's, oh, it's a new drinking one. game. Yeah. Yeah. Every time go. it goes slow mo. Every time it goes slow mo, you have to waterfall your drink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had. Well, to, uh, th- Imran's th- a lightweight. He'll be gone. Oh my god. First one. <laughs> He'll be asleep. <laughs> he was gone in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I did not make it past the first minute. Uh, did anybody have? I had a little bit of issue of some of the editing in yes. the, the fight Patrick scene. Yes. Yeah. It was a little choppy at mm-hmm. parts uh, when it was close up, close combat. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. Patrick? What did you see there? Well, there, there, actually, now that there was actually two points in the movie that I thought something's wrong with the cameraman. <laughs> there was a scene in, <laughs> He's in drunk. <laughs> there was a scene where the two uh, Chris Pine and Gal are, are laying down on the ground, like looking up at the sky, and like, like the camera, the camera like decided to like started drifting, <laughs> so like Chris Pine was almost off camera, and then it slowly came back in. Oh no! And I thought, well, that was a very unique choice i don't yeah, understand that's weird that. and then and i don't know if it's in every theater but <laughs> but there was one scene when chris pine gets on that motorcycle yeah he sits on the motorcycle the there is maybe five frames maybe six frames where the entire movie went sideways what oh yes i remember that oh yeah. no that's it, a, look it's a sweeping it's just a sweeping pan shot over like when she's riding the horse it didn't yeah. work but either. it does no. it is, like they never do that again no and it was like <laughs> and like i had this feeling of everybody in the theater t- cocking their head to like, the left what the hell yeah like what the they hell was try, that? like was they going. were trying to be artsy but it but maybe wasn't necessary no that was weird no. it was just weird <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like thor it's like uh in thor when uh What's his face? Kenneth Branagh just fucks with Dutch angles for no reason. Right. It, yeah. it gave me that same sort of feel. Yeah. It's like, why are we, yeah. like, why are we of, shooting this? That like is this? kind of out of play. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the lines of the trees were were uh, compositionally nice, but yeah, it came out of nowhere and they never did it again. And they were never like, did it again or before. And or it was before. Just, like I, said, I thought it was an accident. Like, oh, well, Kate, they, they, let, let me ask yeah. your opinion on this. The blue dress sure. she wears mm-hmm. uh, in, in at the gala. Yes. If you were to hide a giant sword in the back of that dress... <laughs> First of all, wouldn't fucking people notice, hey, who's the chick with the sword? And second of all, where's the rest of the sword going? Yeah. First of all, if you had that much weight on your back, you'd be leading with your boobs while you're and, trying and, to walk. And she didn't also, have any. No, but yeah. we're also supposed to believe she's still wearing her armor underneath this blue dress. Right. Yeah. And her badonkadonk doesn't get in the way. Yes. At first, I'm like, well, maybe people could conceive that as like an artistic choice in the back of the dress it's, it's all connected by a, a silver piece of metal well how about perhaps? the fact that, that the general gets up and grabs her around the waist and yes. doesn't feel he the doesn't sword feel any of this and the armor he's dancing with her you feel nothing like nobody notices a giant hilt of a fucking sword is that a sword out? in your back or are you just happy yeah. to see me am i happy to see you i don't know yeah Oh, yeah. allow it. <laughs> no, no. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna yes. jump. I got yes. two. And, and, okay. and actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this. And I'm gonna let Kate finish it because she okay. and I had a conversation about we, this. Okay. I mean, your sentence. Am I gonna finish your Waste sentence? Waste characters. Oh gosh, yeah. Go on. Okay. Well, okay. I'll start by saying I think you guys liked Etta. I did not. Oh really? Oh really? I, okay. I loved her from like, like Shaun she, of the Dead movies, and she's she like was, hilarious. Oh, I looked that up. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. And she was on The Office, the British yep, version yep, of The Office. Yep, that's how I yep. know her. So I, th- I think, I don't know if it's actually her fault. I think she needed more. I, yeah. I think she was just there for a few like funny things. And some of her lines, I couldn't even tell what she was saying. That's true. Was so some fast. of it was sw- were fast. They got swallowed up. I agree. Yes. And she was, she was really cute and funny. But then it was like, well, so you're just going to serve the purpose of yeah. being that person in The Office so that Sir Patrick can overhear where you are. That yes. was your function. Yes. And I just feel like she needed a little bit more. And then 
I loved the band of brothers. The I need to say another world, team. Or another yeah. world war, whatever movie. But yeah, I just their function was a little lost, especially. And here's my other sticking point in Chekhov plays. Yeah. There is the phrase, if there's a gun on the wall in the first act, it's yeah. going to be used in the third act. Yes. The mm-hmm. literal gun in this yeah. movie was never used. They mentioned that the Charlie. sniper Charlie, Charlie. No, I'm couldn't with you. fight. Yes. Couldn't fire. Yes. He had PTSD, whatever. So I'm uh, like, okay, yes. act three, Charlie is going to fire Save something. Yeah. Yes, you're waiting for his redemption moment. And instead he's fucking singing songs drunk. And that's his, uh, I'm that's here it. to sing. Yep. And then I thought maybe he'll be the one to like take up the plane. But then I thought, no, because we're not invested in him enough. Oh, yeah. I like him, but I'm not invested in him, and it needed to be Steve Trevor. So. I did like Samir and the Chief. Yeah, uh, I like Samir the, quite a lot. Uh, and the the yeah the the. I, na- I'll, I'll say that I I liked this motley crew of characters more than I liked the crew. Howling that, Commandos. That, yeah, that Howling Commandos that Cap had. Oh, I think right. they, I you they, say I think Suicide they gave Squad. These guys a little bit more to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that? Suicide Squad. No, I don't know. No, I no, like no, Killer no. Croc quite a bit. <laughs> no, not Suicide Squad. No, no but this is like this is another similarity to Captain America. You have the ragtag team. But of- I think this team was a a bit better developed. Like by the end, they they get that moment where they're like. There's no money left. Yeah. And they're like, we're, like it's okay. no, but, we're still going to help. We're yeah. still going to get after They set up it. these guys to be like, each of them has their specialty. Yeah. yeah. But we never get to see any of their specialty. I just wanted the yeah. sniper to shoot a guy did, successfully. That's all. And maybe in the second movie, we find out he actually did take the shot at the plane after Chris Pine jumped. Maybe that's what, maybe <laughs> that's what it will yeah. be. There's a way. Uh, it's that's how that, we're going to get him back. I think they might have also been going for the fact that these guys are just, they don't really have, they're not that, they're, they've just been lying and they're just a bunch of criminals that yeah, really have no are. specialty and they're just getting money. Well, we did see it, Samir. Like criminals that do stuff. Samir did do something to show, because his specialty was lying. Yeah. yeah and when yeah. they approached him, he was That's telling true. a story about his his brother, the prince or whatever. Yeah. And then he lies his way into the gala. Yeah. And, and the chief does, is the guy that is like blowing out the smoke and is like, we're following <laughs> oh, yeah. this guy. That's, we, that's I can track fame. them. You're gonna, you're gonna be the guy. I'm gonna be the guy. That's holy shit! Track I didn't even get guy. that. That was like smoke. That was kind of smoke signals. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even put that together. Uh, that's oh. interesting. Yeah, I got said, another yeah. nitpick. He okay, said, I'm waiting there, for somebody to mention like the biggest one that nobody's mentioned yet. Go ahead. All right. I don't think I have that one, right. Imran. Go ahead. But I loved Themyscira, but I felt like the first maybe 15 minutes. Although you guys were very entranced, I was still skeptical. I felt like it was a little bit plotting. I felt mm. like. I, did, I felt like it really didn't kick into gear until... She gets to uh, London. No, no. Well, yeah, that. But but prior to that, when uh, Chris Pine crash lands in oh, the Themyscira. Well, I mean, I, they didn't... I feel like the, they didn't waste any time. Like, they showed you just enough of her as a little girl, just enough of her training. But you're, you're literally... You're sitting there, and you're just like... In my opinion, you're just sitting there, and you're like, this is just life in Themyscira. Well, but that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Life. For me, at that point, when you're like, okay, is this just life... Boom, here comes Steve Trevor's plane. Like, perfectly, I think it was a good point in it's, the movie. It's the same f- sort of feel that I get when I watch the Thor movies and they're on Asgard, and I'm like, I should be really entranced by Asgard right but now. But you're just not. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that entranced. I'm like, this looks nice, but okay, what's happening? What are we doing here? Yeah, I can see that. I got one more. All right, go. Okay. Just thought of it. And this is kind of the, the combination of these two that didn't really work for me, and I wanted it to work because I felt like she... Could have had something more, but Dr. Poison, Yeah, I wanted to hear more about her. I wanted to find mm. out why she what was happened? the way she yeah, was. Well, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to see what happened at the end. Where did she go? Yeah. And, and I think she's going to be around. 
Okay. That's going to be cool. I yeah. would like to see that if that's but true. Yeah, she was intriguing that. as an actress. I, I liked what she was doing. You felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. You felt like she had like this, this weird love thing with Ludendorff. He was kind of just there. Yeah. He was there. I didn't, they didn't really explain like the blue thing and yeah, what it did. Pill. I guess it gave him like strength. Or, it was I, more of a red herring for Aries. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But I agree. Like just visually with that mask, kind of like, I don't know if you watch uh, Boardwalk Empire, I think it's the first time I realized like this is like a prosthetic thing that they use in the early turn of the century. But you're like, what happened to her? The whole time I'm like, how did she end up like that? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's one of those criticisms that Marvel gets a lot. Yes. Where it's like they have bad villains. Yes. Yeah. And and, mm-hmm. and I would agree that they had bad villains. And I mean, villains that weren't the most intriguing or they didn't give them a lot to villains do. Villains are hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's not that I think villains are hard. Yeah. I think it's, again, what Marvel does is they want you to a root for their character, the hero for the hero. They don't want ever the villain to overshadow the hero. Yeah. And number two, it's an origin story. Yeah. So they don't want to bog you down with learning about someone that isn't driving the plot forward for the hero. So that is intriguing. The villain is only exists in these films to change the hero. Yeah. And ultimately they're, 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 they're they're servicing the hero. They're not there to just be their own person. They're there to make the hero look awesome. In this case though, like the, the bad guys didn't even know about wonder woman. There was no like, you know, their, their paths are going to meet because of this. Yeah, but you get the moment with Poison, like I mentioned earlier, where she she could die with Wonder Woman. And then you do get Ares, who's basically telling Wonder Woman that people suck, and she still makes the right decision. And then he does kind of also does kind of like a Zod thing at the end, where he's like, (laughs) join me and we can take over and and get rid of man who sucks. No! Uh, Did the CGI bother anybody in certain parts in some of the battle scenes? Some Uh, of the jumping. Right? Some of the jumping looked a little... Okay, that's not really her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that like she's a god and she can do that kind of stuff, but that's when my mind was somewhat snapped out of the movie for a second. I'm like, okay, obviously that's a CGI sequence. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the the end battle gets a little kind of Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna throw, I was it, it is where they're just throwing each other into and shit it's and in everything's the dark. exploding. It's in yeah. like the dead of night. It's not even night. It's just black. Like the yeah. <laughs> the Batman is just black. Quite honestly, how did anybody survive that? Yeah. Right. That's crazy. I had an, I had an issue. I don't know if you guys felt this way. She's in the dead of battle with Ares. Yeah. And I think Steve dies. And then all of a sudden she like breaks away from Ares to go hit some people. I'm thinking, <laughs> you've got a god right here that's about to destroy humanity. Like, yeah, but, but stick with she him. She has to save the, 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 the band of brothers because the band of brothers are about to get their asses That's kicked. right. But that, she yeah. was angry. She, she was angry. I know, but she's got to go take, she's got to go save her friends. That's not why that's she. That's a superhero move. That's not the point I'm referencing. I know. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like he goes, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm with you. You're, you're just, just, just be quiet for five minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Five Give minutes is a long time Give on a me podcast. The that is, I already sold it. It's in Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she like, it, it's this very, like you said, very BVS sequence of her just like elbowing people yeah. in this line. And yeah. I'm going, but but his fight's not done yet. Yeah. You're, you're, this was a weird edit. This is weird. No, she went to save the guys. That was after. <laughs> was the same time. It got a little muddy at the end there. Look, it got a little muddy. We can all agree. Did What did you guys think of Ares's look, actually, once he showed himself? I thought it was a really bold choice to shop at the shop of Mordor. 
Oh, is that it's uh, very Lord of the Ringsy. I mean, very. they're trying to pull from Greek mythology. And I liked these, it. These, I thought it, I liked how he like drew it on with his fingers. Like, yeah. I was like that. Is, now, my main main criticism of Ares is. <laughs> Why does this motherfucker have a silly walrus mustache? How does a god of war and like that guy's head on a jacked body? Just think about yeah. that. That just looks silly. Like, Imran, did you see the trailer for, for Murder on the Orient Express? No, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. We saw it before our, our it showing didn't, of didn't it too. Okay. If you thought Aries' mustache is big, yeah. I'm not kidding you. The mustache Kenneth Branagh has for oh, the no. murder on the Orient Express is three times the size. Oh, jeez. That's a lot of beeswax on the fucking mustache. It's to, huge. To hold it up. But I just like, I thought he was going to visually change maybe. I was yeah. like, this old British fuck with the Wallace mustache. This is going to be, is he going to, and he looks the same. Only now he has this giant jack body. Uh, I just thought that was a little well, weird. It had to be him. It had to be that body. Remember, we had the flashback of him, like, yeah. cut, yeah. like, hunkered down in a cave, but shivering. He, like, wouldn't have been, I don't know if it would have been better or worse to make him, like, turn into somebody completely different well, he, looking. He, the point was that he was hiding in plain sight. Right? Yeah. And he, yeah. if he was this Jack dude, no everyone one would ever, everyone be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah. But it's, it's the same sort of argument, though, that, like, does Wonder Woman have to become jacked because she's a girl or because she's a god? Like, it, I don't, I don't, I don't really. Uh, that. See, I don't think she has to be jacked because she is a god. Like, you and, know, and yeah. So then the same argument would apply to Ares, yeah. doesn't it? But, but, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like, why is he? Boom, but son. no, but he gets big. He then he doesn't need to get big. He gets big with the armor on, yes. Yeah, because he's putting on armor. I think. I think I enjoyed the fact that he didn't change form. I think back to Fantastic Beasts, and again, spoiler alert. Yeah. The end of the film. Um. What's his name's character turns into Johnny Depp. Oh, that's and everybody's weird. like, that was really a waste. Colin uh, Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell turns character. into Johnny Depp. Basically, huh. yes, because he's setting up the next film. I know a lot of people were very, very angry about that Whoa. because the whole film had established this character, and all of a sudden it's like, well, he was just a front. It's actually Johnny Depp. I now, think. I mean, I, I, I probably wouldn't have worked if they, if they changed his appearance to look like. Because then, what do you do? Do you just make him look like a classic Greek, like handsome dude? And I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? So, uh, I could see we, your. I see your point. Weird, but still worked. Uh, he is. He does not initially when he pops out his areas. I'm like, that schmuck series. Yeah, you're like this guy. <laughs> <with> the <laughs> mustache. Get out of here. Also, what did they have killed them to give us a little post credit scene? Something. Oh, no, Why? actually, yeah, I was reading about that. Something? They were saying that they they want to they want to not steal everything yeah. from Marvel. Oh, I'd say go <laughs> ahead. Why, why, steal why would you Because uh, well, it started with her getting the note from Bruce, like right. handwritten note from Bruce, and it kind of ends back there. Maybe we have a little Bruce Wayne cameo I mean, leading they, into they, Justice they League. They took enough from Marvel as is with the, the way the story was told and the, the humor. Did and anybody that. sit and wait and hope there was one and get disappointed? I, when I there looked wasn't. it up immediately. I don't mean too. We did too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm out. Like, and I yeah. saw people sitting there. I'm like, suckers. Suckers. I'm out <laughs> I walked out. I go, there ain't shit, fuckers. <laughs> I know, I know you guys out. really care about who the fucking fourth line grip is, but yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> so here's my question to you all. If yeah. there was a post credit scene, what would you have liked to see? Hmm. Mm, something leading into it have to be something leading leading into Justice League. Yeah. Probably they would probably if if I was following the Marvel formula, what Marvel would do, they'd probably do like a have like a mother box on Themyscira get discovered oh, or something like that. Okay. Oh, that's not which would bad. which would imply that uh, th- uh, not Dark Seed is coming. That would have been great because I kind of wanted her to go back to Themyscira. 
She's not just, allowed, man. Just to like check in. She's banned, bro. She got kicked out. She got. Does she boot? She can never come yeah, back. She can never. She come said, back. "If you leave, you cannot come back." Unless yeah. she's on a German plane, then she can. And she yes. could just fly. And then, right she's a and then she could say she's a spy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the cutscene that I would love to have seen is Wonder Twins. <laughs> what? I'll be. I'm form of a tree. Yeah, that's useful. <laughs> useful uh okay any uh that, any other any other nitpicky things i think we covered most of them I I, covered that was it. Mine. Hmm. Yeah. No, it was it was good it was a great yeah. movie i was yeah. very happy for them very yes. little of a critique even the, the script yes. was good the yes. acting was good yes. and for as much as we just said that some of the characters lost their purpose or lost their function i liked all of them yeah the yeah. one scene where they were cheering after they saved the village i'm like i love this group of people yeah i yeah, care no, about great. them I mean, solid, solid origin. This is the movie it needed. And it's also interesting that a fourth movie in a franchise could be the one that turns it around. And I was actually afraid that the casual moviegoer may have been burned three times and just completely write this movie off. This is what I'm afraid of. I forgot one thing. Go what? ahead. What did you guys think of the, the scene with the kiss? I thought it was great. I thought it was I, fine. Yeah. I thought, yeah I, I, a lot of the, the love stories are always handled kind of shittily in superhero films they're always kind of shoved in but i felt like this one was organic and they were they were joking around with it earlier where she's like on the boat was yeah, great where she's like i have to marry you yeah. for you to sleep next to me yeah and he's like fuck it forget it like did but they, they, they do the, it the love story work yeah they, it works did they i think do it worked it? oh yeah they did, fucking did yeah, it. yeah yeah that was he, like the- he tore she tore him up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> She destroyed him. Those teeth on oh. her vagina. <laughs> he yeah. was walking a little bit funny in the next scene. I don't know if you noticed. He's kind of like kind of. Patrick made limp. a comment during the movie, yeah, and I won't repeat it because it's just foul. But I mean, yeah, it was. I think we all collectively, as a as an audience, had that thought: like, man, he's gonna get wrecked. Oh my I just, God, yes. I was waiting for Samir to go. Yo, Steve, you hit that or what? <laughs> oh, his you- line was the best in the whole film. Which I, one? Well, his, Samir's line. He was like. I'm frightened and I'm aroused. And I'm aroused. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Did you like it, Kate? The 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 kiss the love scene. Yeah, I was actually surprised that they went there. I thought that they were they were going to not do any kind of love whatsoever, because okay. I just thought that that's how the movie was going. So when they actually had that moment where he came into her room and instead of leaving, I thought, oh, okay. Oh, she I gave thought, him the eyes, though. I know she gave wow. him the eyes, but. Yeah, man, when she gave man. him the eyes, oh you, my you, goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Should I leave the room for a few minutes, guys? This is why, I'm going to go clean up. This Sorry. is why this movie is great, because it really has Those stuff eyes. for, like, everybody. You know, it has stuff what, for... What, a sex scene? Are that what you're implying? I'm, no, I'm just saying it's got an empowering woman, but it's got the scenes for, you I'll, know, I'll the guys. This. this is the best romance they've had in, in a superhero movie since, again, Cap and Peggy. Yeah. I, in my opinion. Peggy. Yeah. Well, I was I was just worried that they would. Some movies get accused of just being convenient with the two leads yeah. because they're always together. Right. Like just because they share screen time with each other, we have to have a love story. So I was worried, but then it. I mean, they really had good chemistry on the boat yeah. in yeah. the cave. Oh, the cave scene was great too. What's oh, yeah. that? Yeah, he's, he's uh, that's butt ass naked. That oh, it's a watch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm actually not. Well, above and, uh, average. And the part where she's like, I've studied whatever book she calls it, and she's like. 
and they and it came to the conclusion that men aren't necessary yeah. for women's well, pleasure. Okay, so here's my question about that little conversation. Does does that mean are we to imply that they are all kind of lesbians on the island? Because she was like, "Look, we know we need you for procreation, but you guys aren't good for pleasure." So where you know where do they go? <laughs> where do they go for pleasure? Uh, and, but in 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 their context, like it wouldn't be it would just be normal because that's all they know. It's just well, all women. The, I don't know if you caught in the in the beginning they were like. She's the only child on this yes, island. Yes. So no one no one's procreating on this fucking island. No, that's true. all they do is train. That's they just train. They it's yeah. code word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go train. Scissoring. There was another <laughs> There was another tower. Scissoring other, invented by the Amazons on the mascara. Now we know. There was a second tower with there other was objects. Another tower. Oh. <laughs> with highly highly touted <laughs> objects. Only one powerful enough can wield this, Diana. There's you are not like, that person. There's always steam coming out of that the, second tower. Yeah. Amazon killer. Yeah. The, the Amazon, Amazon killer. killer. Not the God killer. Uh, look, Sidon? So, <laughs> so we talked about, look, everyone's like, oh, we finally have a great lead female uh, superhero movie. And there, but there have been other great female leads. You know, you think of like Ripley and Aliens. Mm-hmm. You think of like what Buffy did. Yeah. Uh, not the best movies. You have like Scarlett Johansson and everything she does. Lucy goes to the shell. But I think more important is the fact that this is a female director. And will this change? Is this going to open more doors for female directors in Hollywood to get big budget tentpole movies? Well, I, I want to say that it, it is important that it's a female director. But I know you've mentioned that there's other yeah. And I wrote Rugboy also mentioned that there's yeah. been other female lead yeah. films, but th- I, I don't know. This feels different. This is Wonder it does. Woman. It does. This is, this is the, even like I said, as a kid, I knew who fucking Wonder Woman was. I didn't know who Ripley was. I didn't know who yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sarah Connor was. In right. The term. Like, right. It's not the first person anyone thinks of as their first. Like, right. Wonder Woman is the definitive woman superhero. Yeah. So for that to be made and to be made by a female director and to be done right and for it to be, especially in this time. Yes. At this era, like everything doesn't exist in a vacuum. It all happens at a certain time and place. So for it to happen now, I think this was huge. And I think this is, this is a, this is, I don't think the movie itself was like this game changing movie, but its impact, I think, yes, will change yes. things. No, absolutely. The, the, the situation, like the, this it took us this long to get a first live action Wonder Woman movie. And, and had they screwed this up, it would have done so much damage. But, you know, we said like Suicide Squad was a baby step in the right direction. This is a fucking giant Wonder Woman leap in the right direction. And this is about the time when Jeff Johns came on and started uh, being the guy who knows characters, this is, which is what we should probably ask a woman's opinion, though, on this. And run. OK, hmm. uh, I don't I don't have any opinions. I'm sorry. He beat us to it. God damn it! <laughs> I saw I saw the writing on the wall. Sorry, Calvin. Would you Would you like my opinion, Anthony? Yes. Okay. I I was talking to Patrick about this in the the car ride actually to the film, and I was saying how I was such a tomboy. I still am. I mean, let's let's just put that out there. I was such a tomboy growing up that I just I wanted to be a superhero so bad. I I loved watching superhero cartoons and movies, and I just wanted them to be badass, you know. But there never seemed to be a legit woman superhero that I grew up idolizing. Yeah. It was always Batman. It was always Superman. It was always, you know, you, you have your own favorites as well. And I, I had one come along. I would have willingly followed, but I, I don't remember having any. Mm-hmm. And so I went into this like thinking she's got to, she's got to give 200% for, to win 
me over in this film. And I, and I wanted her to do that so badly because we do have so many male dominated films and I, I don't, I walked out thinking, I don't know how anybody male or female could walk out of this and think it was a bad movie. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't know how you guys feel like, like to see a female up there in those type of action scenes, leading the action is such an amazing feeling. It's, it's, it's there when it's a male too, but like, just to have a female now in, that, in the I can't, front. And that's the thing is I can't, I can't imagine what that's like. Cause you're right. We grow up or watching these, we're watching dudes. You can relate. That's always white guys. Uh, and, and now for the female audience to go through that, like it's gotta be, like you said, it's gotta be an amazing feeling. It is. It's about it's, time. And I think back to the really great action sequences of, of the past few movies, the Avengers, uh, age of Ultron and the upcoming infinity war. It's just really cool to see a, a well-styled fight scene and, and the kinds of acting, the kinds of writing that you want to cheer for these people because there's no better feeling in movies. That's one of the best feelings. And I just think it's, it's been a tough road to hoe for, for women in mm -hmm. superhero movies. And I feel like I almost held her to a, a higher standard too. Like you have to kick some ass. Like yeah. Harley Quinn was good. Like that was a great step. There's something yeah, but is that, I mean, we have, is that a great model for, for young girls, you know, to no, look up to? We not, finally have a, a wholesome uh, a, a model, <laughs> which not, is yeah. her performance. Yes. Her mm -hmm. performance was what I kind of intrigued me because it was something that we haven't seen yet. And, and we have black widow. I'm glad that you brought her up. That's something else that was like, Oh, yep. this is awesome. Like she's, she's badass. I, I, I get real nervous when movies come out with, with female driven heroes and they give them, this is going to sound awful. They give them too many female characteristics. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it, they, they, you know, whether you're a guy or a girl and you have the desire to do good, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter who you are in that right. movie. Right. It's and, the essence of the character. Yeah. And I'm so like now thinking about how you guys have compared her to Captain America. Like they do have a ton of similarities and, just the earnestness behind both and yep, yep. man, I'm, I'm just, she's my new favorite. I don't even mind that Patrick has a girl crush on her. <laughs> no, okay, I can't mind. I can't mind. It was so good. I mean, I, this is so huge because Wonder Woman is going to be, is now going to be a, like a blockbuster icon. Gal Gadot is going to be, if she wasn't a household name, she's going to be huge from oh, this. Yeah. She will be, you know, up there with your Ben Affleck's, your Christian Bale, your Christopher Reeve, like, you finally have a, a woman in this. Does do you guys think this sends the message to Marvel that you should have made a Black Widow movie by now? Yes, I, and I, what that's, the, that's the one criticism. Well, I have a couple criticisms, but Marvel's been doing this for so long. Yeah, they really they they could have made a Black they, Widow. I'm surprised film. they dropped the ball on this so hard. They 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 should have been the first ones yes. to make something, and they but didn't. You but don't they, have Wonder Woman. What's that? They you don't, don't have, have Wonder Woman. You don't have one. It would yeah. have never been Wonder Woman, no, but no. they could have done a Black Widow film. Yeah, they could have done it, and they chose not to. Yeah. And I, and I, there, I, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I've read that yeah. for reasons why they didn't do it. But they're coming out with Captain Marvel next year, so they're getting to that. Yeah. But they they've they're eleven, twelve, thirteen movies in. They could have made a. And that's funny film. that they they're going Captain Marvel. Like, why don't you give us a Black Widow movie now? Nobody knows who the fuck Captain Marvel is. Yeah. It's weird. I'm looking forward to that, though. I love her. Yeah, Captain Marvel uh, would be good yeah. too. 
Brie Larson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the character is is very interesting. It's very great. Uh, so let's wrap up with just talking about a little bit of uh, the creation of Wonder Woman and the guy who created her because he's fucking fascinating. He's She's been around for 65 years. Like I said, written by William Marston, drawn by Harry J. Peter. Now... Here's the deal. William Moulton Marston was a psychologist who is credited uh, with inventing the polygraph, the father of the lie detector. He figured out that when people lie, their blood pressure goes up. So he kind of like rigged up this blood pressure machine. It must have been a joy to be married to this guy. Let me tell you, I can't imagine. (laughs) I can't do anything. So. That's where the lasso comes. And when he wanted to he wanted to make a superhero, basically he goes, I want to make a superhero that u- uses the power of love. And his wife was like, that's fine. Just make her a woman. So his wife was really one of the ones that, that pushed this forward. But not only that, it gets better. Uh, in the original in the original bit, she was created by Clay, uh, by Hippolyte, Hippolyte and Aphrodite gave her life. Uh, so this hmm. this origin is kind of the new 52 origin. And it's funny. This will be the new cemented origin that she's like a half god. But a, a lot, it was even wackier. Like the original Wonder Woman was very wacky. She was created by Clay. Not only that, Marston and his wife, they were a little bit, they were swingers a little bit. Oh, shit. They lived, they, <laughs> they lived in a polyamorous relationship. His wife's name was Elizabeth. And there was a third lover named Olive Byrne. Marston had children with both women. Olive Byrne and Harry Peter. And Harry Peter. I'm telling you, this guy is a freaky deaky. And Elizabeth and Olive lived together for decades after Marston died. And they were, I mean, they were all kind of, they were certainly bisexual also. Wait a minute. Marston died. Well, that's why he didn't get a cameo. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was going to be like Stan Lee and be in all these damn movies. I thought Stan Lee was going to be in this movie. I know. You almost thought that'd be a Stan Lee cameo. I was waiting but for it. He was into feminism and he liked the suffragettes and, and that was a lot of the inspiration. But way back at the beginning, the, the mode of transportation on uh, Paradise Island was uh, space kangaroos. Oh, shit. They rode around on space kangaroos, battle kangaroos. Uh, so uh, they didn't use that in the movie, obviously. Could have worked. Maybe. Probably not. That would have been a <laughs> little jump in the shark, I think. Yes. All right. So uh, you said it. So transportation. So I'm going to go to the next question. Yes. There's no invisible planes on this island, are there? <laughs> yeah, that's also very Can't see silly. I don't know where that how started. Gonna, how are they going to pull that in? I don't think I, I, I don't I think they, they don't. should. I don't think they should. I mean, they, they might they might allude to like her in a, like a regular plane that can go like th- like uh, Avenger style where it can just camouflage itself, uh, and like, right. that'll be like the invisible plane. She's just in a plane that can uh, disguise itself. Yeah, it has a camo if, action. Oh, that but, would yeah. be interesting. That could kind of work. But they've de- they've done that with the in Avengers with the uh, helicarrier where it can it can reflect the off of what's around it is wonder woman can fly why does she need a fucking plane right. can someone answer me that question right uh, and I don't this, know. it's not that's not canon in this so i don't no, know and really i don't care. know if the plane was invented in for the cartoon or for the tv show i don't even know she couldn't fly in the cartoon so was that what we were supposed to think at the end of the film like she's now able to fly she's flying dude she's yeah, floating okay. and she flew like at the camera like freaking superman but that's one of the powers. I don't, I don't think. Actually, I don't know that you're supposed right? to think she can fly because I think she just jumps or like a leaping, like early. I think she can just jump really far. Yeah, 
And because in Batman v Superman, which occurs after, yeah, she doesn't fly. She doesn't at all. really no, fly, but right. she doesn't need right. to. I mean, there's a kind of a ground battle there. Um, but that's kind of like early Superman comic books where he would just jump, uh, yeah. and he didn't really fly. Yeah. But uh, I was I'm, I was hoping for some space kangaroos, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the kangaroos? No, you weren't. The kangaroos? No, you were, were not. No, I wasn't. But there's this, your there's your post credit scene right there. Oh, that'd have been great. Yeah, that would have been, been awesome. Oh, yeah, everyone sits around and they're like, fucking kangaroos? And, the, and their pets come up, yeah. The space, apparently the Wearing space... cosmonaut outfits? What the fuck is this? She the goes space. to a local zoo and all the all of the kangaroos just hover around her. That would be funny. <laughs> the kangaroos apparently were brought to the island by alien cats also. So it was a, it's a wacky, uh, you know, it was the 40s. <laughs> a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. <laughs> a lot of drugs. A lot of Harry Peters. Uh, Harry Peters and Olive Burns. Uh, I actually, I read something today that I have to share with you. Well, yeah. it was partially in your show notes, but then I actually read this on my own. Okay. Um, which makes me sound like I can't read, but <laughs> I did read it on my own. Um, the part, one of my favorite moments in the whole scene was when she has like a Buddy the Elf type moment when she gets the ice cream. Yes. Oh, yes. That's world, an Easter egg. Yes. World's best cup of coffee. Yes. Best cup of coffee. She has that with the ice cream. And I was, I read your notes about how that's actually in the comics. Yeah. And come to find out, Cold Stone Creamery has a very special Wonder Woman flavor. Right on. Well, we got to go, guys. Let's we, uh, go get some we're going to go get some Cold Stone. So yeah, we're that- going to go and tell them you should be so proud of yourselves. You should be proud of your achievement. That is in the, uh, the new 52 uh, origin, and it's in the cartoon uh, Justice League War. They do it in that, too. But uh, I was glad they did that because I was like, oh, wait, that seems familiar, the ice cream bit, and that it was from there. That's what nice. about what do you guys want? For a sequel, do you want to see another period piece, or do do we want to see Wonder Woman now, present day adventures? Hmm. Well, oh, I'd like man. to know what happens in between. Well, oh, that was my other question. Okay, another big nitpick: if she fucking had this whole thing in World War One, where did she go, and how come nobody has heard of her? This is a huge event. You think people would have told stories of this? Sent down the villagers. A lot of people saw her. Why does why did they not know who she was when she shows up in Batman vs Superman? Maybe she, you know, she's in BVS. She's lying about who she is. Maybe she told people, or people started to believe that she was killed in that final battle. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and to, I mean, it's the nineteen hundreds, nineteen tens, or whatever. Maybe people were like telling people about this, and they're like, "Get the fuck out of yeah. here! What are you talking <laughs> about?" It's no fucking. Wo- are, are you serious? A yeah. woman doing this stuff? Get out of here! That would have been a crazy myth to keep going for like a hundred years. And plus, she's been hiding, and she's been yeah. where does she actively go? Hiding. She's in the Lurve. The Lurve. She, she goes the, uh, to the South Pole because Superman's yeah. at the North Pole. Oh, she that's meets right. up with Tom Hanks, and they uh, <laughs> find all the hidden things. And they find all no, the Da Vinci they, Code. They, Actually, yeah. I think the the sequel. If if, if they want to solve that, then they can start the sequel off in modern time, but then explain where she had been for all those years by saying she had to go back undercover because she didn't know if Ares was killed. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that there's a, that if they want to, they can address that. I yeah. mean, I could, do you want to see like? I'm, part of me wants to see like, well, what happened during. Well, we're two, but then part of me is like, let's see a contemporary story now. You've set her up. Let's hit the ground running. I'd be happy I, I agree. either. Yeah. Well, happy let's, either. let's take a look at Captain America. How did they handle that for the second he one? Froze. Well, it's built right. into the story. Yeah. Right. That he, he was, froze, yeah. and then they put him in this modern. I'm talking more about the plot, though. They found, a, they found a mosquito that had bitten part of his blood, <laughs> and he was buried in the ice. The mosquito yeah. was. But the plot of two was oh, centered sorry. around Bucky. Yes. Right. Yes. So... 
are they going to dip back into the doctor, the poison or, doctor? Or, or is it or is it Steve Trevor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on they, for another film. They they can do a bunch of things. How is he signed on for another movie? What the shit? That's weird. Two more or one more? Maybe Wonder Woman is pregnant in the second film. Oh. She did have the sex. Oh. Ooh. Oh, oh, my. She, and she's about mm. Patty Jenkins says she's around 800 years old in this in this movie. Like if you're wondering about her immortality, I guess they just she's just going to stop at like adulthood. She doesn't age anymore. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Like you're right. a little girl. Yeah. And then, and then you're not you stop so growing. Yeah. 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 yeah that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going to get old or maybe it's just. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe, maybe the whole it was really film is slow. her just eating ice cream. <laughs> She's trying to like trying different flavors. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens with this franchise if in ten years they want to do a mashup movie and she's getting long in the tooth? <laughs> well, well, they can just explain that maybe there's always sorts of like comic book stuff where they can oh, be sure. like, oh, well, she got injected with something that's hindering her god powers, and now she's aging like a human. Now she looks like this. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah. That is a good question, though. Or they'll just kill her. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. That's what they like to do. Yeah. And then she she's, comes back as somebody else. They'll, they'll uh, Game of Thrones that one. She retired back to Themyscira, and she's <laughs> in that other tower playing with the other toys. <laughs> hey, there's also other stuff in this tower. Did you guys see this? Uh, all right. Any, uh, this has been great. Any uh, final thoughts on uh, the movie, uh, Caden Patrick? I am very hopeful now to see Justice League, and I wasn't ah, before. Good. That is interesting, uh, and I think this is going to make a lot of people excited to see her moving forward, except now she's got to go back to the shitty Zack Snyder version of this universe, and she'll probably get wasted, because in Batman versus Superman, she doesn't have one line of dialogue with Superman, actually. Have you noticed that? Oh. They never talk. They never exchange dialogue, which to me is odd. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is awesome. Let's, let's not be so fucking pessimistic, Imran. Holy shit. But Anthony, shit. you said that you were saying that this, this you were kind of upset that we have this great Wonder Woman in this yes, shitty universe. Yes, I mentioned that uh, off air that yeah. I was upset that we have this great character and we've had three shitty films. Like It's almost like she doesn't belong with those other mm-hmm. people. She belongs like somewhere else. So I am excited to see her. And I'm excited to see her kind of be like the Captain America of this universe, the one that's just always doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm still like, I'm excited about her, but I'm still very cautious about Justice League. I could see this Wonder Woman actually leading the Justice League, actually being, oh, yeah. you know, in charge and, and, and making the shots like absolutely over Batman. She sh- she totally should be the leader. Yeah. It shouldn't be Batman. Batman it shouldn't. Batman, Batman spent the entire movie trying to kill someone that was a good guy. What the fuck. Yeah, Batman is the worst detective ever in He's that fucking detective. movie. I think you're overlooking the obvious answer. Yes. The Wonder Twins are going to lead the fray. Thank Wonder God. Twins, powers activate. Form of some form of ice. It's the best kept secret in the entire DCEU. Form of a sponge. Okay, that's not useful right now. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, final thoughts on this? No, I, 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 I hundred percent agree with Kate that that I wasn't looking forward to that before, and, I, and now I am. I, I agree hundred percent with that. I, I thought it was very well done. I'm very happy they they went back and they they fixed, they listened to people, and they they 
seemed to fix what they were doing wrong. And yes, I have hopes. I have yes. hopes. Now that's the mo- that's the most important thing. Like there was so much writing on this. This was the tipping point, and uh, they pulled it off. They listened. Uh, they put it in capable hands. There's a question for you. Yes, had Wonder Woman been shitty? Yes. What? What? What would? What? 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 What, what would have happened? Uh, well, here I got. Wow. It. Yeah. Well, Justice League was almost done. Yeah. So that still would have come out. Yeah. Um, Aquaman is in production. They'd have been changing the shit out of that. They might yeah. have been fucking around with that a little bit, but that would have to come out too. But it would literally be like if Wonder Woman sucked. Ju- they'd have Justice League and Aquaman, and I don't think WB would be like, "Yeah, let's keep going." They, like, they, they, they might have restarted like, the whole fucking thing over. Either that, yeah, or sure. they would have been like, "You, we've got these last two. We're gonna crank these out, and we'll, we have two more shots at this." Yeah. yeah, but I think it just—I don't know—it took them time. They got there. We had Jeff Johns, who's kind of hopefully he's like the Kevin Feige of the DCEU. You just need a guy that understands the characters. Because uh, clearly they didn't understand the characters uh, and character development and chemistry in the first three weeks. But holy shit, this was a win, and uh, this was their, their their backs up against the wall, and they pulled it off. And and despite the low bar, it's just a legit solid origin all around fun movie. Well done, Cade uh, and Patrick. Thank you guys so much. Wait, wait for- we're not letting them go. <laughs> yet. No, no, no. Well, thank you. Oh, that was a lot of fun. No, I appreciate no, that. No. Here he goes. Anyone that's ever heard their show. Well, I was going to have them promote their show a little bit. Yeah. uh, We can have them help promote it in this way. Okay, go ahead, Anthony. Take it. Well, see, here's the thing about uh, Patrick. He he has this show, and he's just... Apparently he's just amazing at all these impersonations. He's so good. No, I I, very good. Can't take it away. I have to be honest. I've been a little rough on him this episode. You know, I, I I can be sarcastic at times, and it can get carried away, but. Believe me when I say he is so good at impressions, especially <laughs> accents. And I, yes. I just I think the world of your impersonations. Uh, for your listeners, um, I am the opposite of what they're saying, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I try anyway. <laughs> and, and we were discussing an accent earlier in this film that request, was quite Anthony. distinct. You have a request, and I, we were wondering like how if Connie Nielsen could pull it off. Or, or any of the other actors. But all right. She did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but you know, they didn't. A little shaky. But, but we've got someone that's so good at it that we want to see if he could pull off being an Amazon warrior up so, in the mascara. Patrick, I'll even Patrick. help you. Want me to yes. help you? Yeah, well, yes, yes, please. Give me a little something. Diana. Diana. No, okay, that wasn't it. Wasn't a, I say, you say okay, kind all right, of thing. All right, go ahead. Patrick, I want to hear uh, Wonder Woman discovering a donut for the first time. What would that sound like? Uh, donut. I have. <laughs> look, look, look at the donut. I have to eat the donut. I, <laughs> you should be very proud of this donut. You, look at this donut. donut was wonderful. It's got a hole in it, like me. How do you? How do you oh my god! Oh shit! I just got that. Very good. <laughs> I thought that my my cross swastika joke was bad. <laughs> you went for the hole. You gotta go for the hole. All right. Well. Uh, what, what do you think, Anthony? Passable? Can we uh, a, l- a little more German? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really is a tough accent to do. <laughs> to, to be fair, Ludendorff's accent was all over the place too. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was a, a but of... Chris Pine's German was not bad. No. Oh, really? I like. I liked yeah. it. I, I, accents are tough. Yeah, I won't criticize accents <laughs> ever. Accents are so tough. <laughs> 
But just here's the thing: Gal Gadot can only play like a, an Israeli person in every, every movie from now on. She so. did speak other languages in the film. Oh, she I love did. that! Yes. I love that yeah. she knew all those languages, and then she was the one to translate the book. Like it's another power, another superpower she has. She knows all these languages. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for the uh, Wonder Woman v Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think I know who's going to win. Oh, I do well, too. Who's, who wins that one? What's the mom's name? Or the... <laughs> Save Zeus. Why'd you say that name? It was, it was Hippo, Hippolyta Martha, was actually the middle name. Hippo Martha. Yeah, Hippo Martha. Hippo Martha. <laughs> Hippo Martha. Uh, you guys, put, tell the listeners where they can find your show and plug where the shit. Where they can hear more amazing impersonations. <laughs> yes, like that. I know they're dying to subscribe right now. <laughs> Listen, I I'm trying to think back to all the wonderful accents you've done. What what are the few that you've nailed? Would you say uh, anyone that I've been asked is pretty much what I've nailed. <laughs> how about how, specifically though? If you could pick one no, of those dialects, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I know I'm being set up, so forget it. <laughs> Listeners, if you enjoyed Gal Gadot speaking in all those different languages then you may not like our podcast because <laughs> Patrick attempts sometimes to speak with an accent and it's not very successful, but we do have a good time at least trying. We also love to talk about pop culture in general, movies, TV, theater, video games. We, we love to skewer the best news clips of the week while having a really good time. We have an improv background, so that always sneaks its way in along with special guests and Patrick's celebrity impersonations. Oh, the, oh Mr. J. There you go. There you uh, go. <laughs> He's been working real hard on the Harley Quinn one. Oh, that was Harley Quinn? I, I thought that was Rosie from the Jetsons. Remember? You said, oh, Rosie Mr. J. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jetson. Jetson. Mr. J, the Joker. Oh, wow. I, that was confusing. I can it's see Harley how that's confusing. Quinn as Rosie. It's a mashup. Again. Yes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Exorcist meets Wonder Woman. <laughs> Look, I, w- I just want to uh, – I highly recommend this podcast, listener. Here's a great way in. Go check out the episode where we came on their show and yeah. tried to ruin it and didn't quite ruin it. But we tried. We tried uh, real hard. And then <laughs> it'll be a great – just uh, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, jockandnerd.com slash 170. And really, you guys, you listen to the shit. You are so adorable. Your, your chemistry together you just make me smile. It's wonderful. The improv games are great. It's all uh, front. It's all fake. Lo- love it. It's a very, very entertaining <laughs> Very entertaining show. Good job. Keep it up. Thanks Thank for coming you. on. See, here's the thing.com is our webpage. There you go. There you go. And thanks for, for hanging out with us. Um, and that's it. Listener, look, if you like what you, you heard, make sure you subscribe so that uh, every show comes right to your pocket and then uh, your phone vibrates and it gives you a little smile in the middle of the day. You're like, ooh, I like that. Uh, subscribe me again. Uh, and was also, that, what was that again? How did that come again? <laughs> One more uh, time. What? Was that, was that sound effect you just did? Woo! <laughs> it was. Uh, did I do a sound effect? <laughs> you did. Oh, hello. Oh. Funny thing is, my pocket's located on my crotch. Yeah, it's like when Anthony rubs my bald spot at work. I get a similar tingle down my spine sensation. Funny thing is, my bald spot's what? located on my crotch. I was going to say, where's your bald spot? <laughs> Everything is in the crotch area for some reason. A freak of nature, but. The most important thing, listener, tell a friend, tell someone who saw this movie who wants to hear our dumb thoughts on it. They will enjoy it. Run up to the next person you see and do this. Chuck and nerd. Very secretly, <laughs> very quietly. Make sure nobody else. And I have a geek boner. And then geek boner. That's for Kate. Thanks hey. for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>